Welcome back. Episode 84. Good year. Of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. I'm Milton Campus. I'm a brown belt. I'm training out of South Florida. You got Bo behind the camera. Bo, Bo, Bo. Miguel. Riding That's shotgun. Mine. Don't take my thing. Ah, sorry. You just trampled over his yeah. shit. Shout out to Britt Tavar. She's our booking manager. Up, she Brit? sets up all these awesome guests that we have. Yo, yeah, yeah. Joining us today is going to be fifth degree black belt. He's the owner of Carlson Gracie, Miami. Carlson Gracie Ghost Squad Ghost is, is squad. how people, uh, most people uh, know them. Squadron. Right? Uh, 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 what is it? Squadron <laughs> Fantasma. Fantasma. Good job. Squadron Fantasma. Joining us Fantasma. is going to be Professor Michelle Pareda. 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 Buyu. Okay, I get it. Buyu. People know him as Buyu, yes. Correct. All right, guys. Support for the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. The best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools. For the family jewels, yes. baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle uh, that's called the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for our listeners. Oh. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with Anywhere. code... JJD20. Yes. Okay, you can... Use that code at manscaped.com. We are also sponsored by Black Belt Digital Marketing. Anything you need to build your business, website design, Google ads, graphics, logos, whatever, they can help. Check them out at Black Belt Digital Marketing on Instagram or the website bbdigitalmarketing.com. Request a free online review of your online presence. Shout out to Neutral Zone. <laughs> shout out to Neutral Zone. I told shout you a funny out, story. I was... Uh, I was getting ready for the podcast. I went to take a little eyedropper. Yeah. And like it didn't fill up. So I'm I thought the bottle was empty. The applicator, but for your mouth. Yeah, like not, I just, not, not for your eye. The, the, yeah, the the, yeah. the eyedropper. And I and I got <laughs> I barely got anything, so I put it in my mouth and then I went like this, thinking like I'm gonna be getting just like a little yeah. you know. You thought uh, the bottle was empty. My my wife called it the baba. Like the baba. Yeah, the baba. I gotcha. And like a whole bunch of pores in my mouth. I'm like, oh god, there was, you know, like CBD. Fuck. And I'm like, I'm not gonna spit. I'm not gonna spit it back in the bottle. I'm not yeah. gonna spit it out. Got to take so it. So I walked like that for a minute, <laughs> and then I, then I, I drank it. I was like, whatever. I was joke, jokingly told you before. I guess you can't overdose on CBD, or at least I did it. <laughs> it's pretty difficult. Well, now, what's the opposite of having too much anxiety? Not having enough yeah. anxiety. Like <laughs> now floating, I just don't have any enough anxiety. <laughs> I need some anxiety. To yeah. So <laughs> check them out. No matter uh, no matter if your aches or pains are coming from lifting weights, rolling on the mats, just being grind, a stud. the daily you know grind of life. Neutral Zone has a product for you. Find your Neutral Zone by finding the best products for your pain wellness, so you can continue your active lifestyle. Check them out at NeutralZoneCBD.com. Use code JJD to get 25% off. 25. And excuse <laughs> me, check them out at my neutral zone on Instagram. Hedge inflation. Sean and the crew, <laughs> Sean and the crew over at Flow and Roll. Hands down the best custom gi and no gi gear in the business. Sean, Sean, Sean. Don't believe us. Visit them on Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and check out all the custom designs they've created for academies across the country. They're even doing wrestling singlets now. You know, you can get T-shirts, uh, hash guards, stickers, rash guards, patches, keychains, keychains. 
You know, you could, you know, Sorry. he can print anything for you. You know, yeah. he does work outside of the MMA community you know, you and know, outside of jujitsu, but, you know, this is his world. You know what's a good thing about a BJJ keychain? If you valet, you get a little bit more respect. <laughs> a little bit more yeah, respect. They don't move the know. seat. They don't move the seat. <laughs> you know? It's funny now, like, I'm seeing, like, family members. Like, I have a brother-in-law that doesn't train, and he came over, got up, he came over to a graduation party yeah. this weekend for my daughter, and... You know, I see him walking with the keys, and I see the jujitsu dummies. Nice. And I'm like, oh, like you don't even trade. I handed I handed a whole bunch of them out at the tournament. Yeah, a couple weekends. This ago. is how oh, yeah. jujitsu Very becomes cool. popular. Yeah, right. Right. Free stuff. Keychains. Keychain. <laughs> yeah. Gets on gets on everybody's keys who's not a, in jujitsu. Uh, check yeah. them out at flow <laughs> underscore n underscore roll on IG. Visit the website flownroll.com. and again, use code JJD to get. 20% off your order. <laughs> 20% off your order. That's right. right. And you'll find what you like because he's got all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> cool follow. Cool dude. Yeah. Super responsive. Yeah. I like him personally. Oh, and a we cool didn't really name. get to talk about it. Like, we're, you know, when I wear be his doing shirt, the- When I wear his shirt, some dude in the crowd always pops his head out and goes, flow and roll. <laughs> like, what? What? You know them? He's like, no, I'm just reading your shirt. <laughs> it is <laughs> fun. It, it, it is fun to say. <laughs> he's uh, sponsoring. ADCC. ADCC. Yeah. Abu September. Dhabi Combat. What is it? Championship? Club, club, club championship. Club or championship. I, I think it was remember. club in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. All know. right. <laughs> anyway, he's sponsoring. So congratulations to Sean. That's congratulations, an awesome, bro. You know, opportunity. Great move. Uh, we've talked about we maybe, you know, hey, yeah, if he goes out. If you go out there and you set up a table, you know, hey, we yeah. will help you couple work the table. <laughs> dummies, dummies in the desert. Yeah, he's got I a like couple the sound of, of it. He might have a couple extra tickets for us. We'll see. <laughs> Um, again, look, so, uh, BJJ box, jujitsu's favorite monthly subscription. It's delivered to your door filled with premium jujitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more, right? They find the best products in the world of jujitsu and guarantee that every box will be worth more than its cost. Right? Each box includes between four and seven items that you're going to love. Check out the BJJbox.com. Yep. And use code JJD10 to get 10% off your nope, first nope, nope. oh, your first order. $10. $10, $10 off. Get JJD10 gets you $10 off of your first order. Preparation. All right. We got some cool things happening with them. <laughs> I know we've got another box that we'll have next week to to do an unboxing. We got the contest going on. We've got a contest right now we're doing a giveaway. Yeah. Uh when am I supposed to be uh, I think I was supposed to award it yesterday. <laughs> uh, well, by the time this airs, nice. it'll be awarded. We're going to have some winners, so, baby. Yeah. So, and again, check them out at the BJJ box on Instagram as well. Give them a follow. That's right. All right. Uh, so we talked about our sponsors. So any of our sponsors that you could purchase something online where we mentioned the coupon code. Or the other contest. Send us a receipt. This is our contest. We're yeah. going to give away $250 worth of jujitsu swag. Uh, you know, uh, podcast mug, podcast tee, the new rash guard. Uh, and maybe some other goodies from Flow and Roll, and maybe even some of the other sponsors might get involved. Whatever. Uh, send us your receipt. Let us know that you used one of the coupon codes. Send us the receipt. We want to see the coupon code is what's important because that's redact how they know the that, that, that your uh, that yeah redact any your 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 credit card is the most yeah. important thing to redact. Let us know that you used our coupon coupon code by sending us the receipt, and we're going to enter you into that giveaway. That giveaway will happen once I have the rash guards, the new rash guards from Flow and Roll in hand. So you're so, just collecting yeah. up until then, huh? We're collecting, and I've been getting emails. I do get out emails, of, and I do get emails. curiosity, is there like, do you put like a whole bunch of names to like a random name generator picker? So I have like, like a, a, I have a picker, a picker when it's a I lot of people. I don't know how this works. I have an app. Yeah. When it's a lot of people, I can upload a spreadsheet. 
And oh, you like, just upload a CSV file I can, and then it just I, like I can I can I put them in a CSV file when you I you just when wanted I keep to track say CSV file. That's what. And then I copy Excel them file. and I paste them into and I got to like fix the lines a little bit, but right. I copy them from the C. I can't upload the the CSV file, but I copy everything okay. and then put it into the app when there's a lot when it's a big contest. Uh, Britt. Has been uh, she's been helping with that once in a while, so she's yeah. also like you know. So it's like random. In a, in it's not, it's not like you just like go down the line and be like, I like that name. It's not no, like yeah, that. yeah, no. It's absolutely random. In the beginning, it was like you know, uh, you know, names in a hat. Yeah. Uh, then I, I graduated to the to the we're big time now. Huh? To the uh, I did a couple of uh, giveaways where I actually recorded doing like doing the app, like I'm pressing yeah. it, but it's it was like so uneventful. Like it was just like. <laughs> Think, boom, three names, yeah. like three winners, you know. So it was just like, okay, yay. <laughs> hey, that was exciting. Um, one of our sponsors used like a kind of a wheel that spins, which is kind of cool. I just never got that app. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so we'll put, you know, $250 worth of Jiu-Jitsu swag, podcast gear, all kinds of different stuff. But send us that. We can't, I'm collecting. And once we the rash get the rash guard complete. in hand, when I have it done and in hand. It's going to be worth the we'll, wait. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll pick a winner. What's right. going to happen after the rash guard is done? What are we going to talk about? There's lots <laughs> What's more next? coming. What's well, next? it's the rash guard. Lots uh-huh. Shorts. Shorts. T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, or he did like to put like a hoodie. Uh, so there's oh, some other stuff that'll come after that Sean's going to do. So you know what we'll, I want. We'll talk about it. We just got to finish there's the design. You know what I want out of the hoodie. What's that? I want the, the thin. The what? The thin oh, the hoodie. thin hoodie. Yeah, yeah. I, I He's doing a hoodie, I think, but I, I'm going to ask him to do... Yeah, like the hoodies. Need, sweater, but we need, haven't even gotten there yet. You need one with your. I have uh, seen them on the the layout. He sends it the mockups on yeah. all different stuff, but he's got the shorts, rash guard, um, spats, mm-hmm. and then a hoodie. Do you need a, a t-shirt with the URL for your only anyone page? <laughs> only anyone. <laughs> only everyone. Only everyone. Only fans. But only everyone. No, it's a public. Fans. Yeah. Only everybody. <laughs> you lost me on the joke, but okay. Yeah. All right, so let's get Professor Michelle in here. Let's do this. Let's do it. Woo! Fifth degree black belt, Professor Michelle Pereira. Welcome, Welcome Professor. How are you? Good, my man. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Thank you, Milton. Thank you, Miguel. Thank you, Bull. Thank you very much, guys. A pleasure. No worries, man. Everybody. Thank you for doing this. So I think. I, I didn't know that you had moved to Colorado. T- talk to us a little bit about, yeah. I know you were in Miami originally, you're in Colorado now. Tell us how you got out there. Okay. First of all, I want to say thank you to everyone that's listening to the podcast. Hopefully we can make a nice show. Uh, the reason that I moved, uh, guys, basically, uh, I don't I, I don't like to put this out there as a, as a, as a needed, but since you're ask, asking for and for everybody that listened, uh, it was a tough decision for myself. Uh, my son is autistic. He's 11 now. He's doing uh, fantastic so far with the past couple of years. Uh, as age at two, we figured that uh, he wasn't having like a speech delay. So when we take to a specialist in Fort Lauderdale, uh, the specialist told us that uh, his vocabulary uh, was a little bit behind. He was in a vocabulary for um, two or three years back. Mm-hmm. So basically, whatever my son talked to me right now as an age as 11, you can picture something as a kid, as a four-year-old, maybe a three-year-old that can talk to, you know. Um, five years in the making, uh, due to the fact that uh, our therapist, uh, Christina Alvarez, uh, mentioned to us that unfortunately, to his develop, Florida will, won't be the best bet. So the best bet will be, when we're asking her, will be 
uh, New Jersey, which is, by the way, has the number one rating as far as like uh, autism research. Wow. Then Philadelphia, then New York and Colorado, right? So since I was in the East Coast, I opened the gym in 2008. And then uh, uh, in, in, I was in the East Coast. Me and my wife, Julie, we decided to start to travel. We decided to, to, to adventure ourselves and take my son. A lot of stimulation and all the hyper-stimulation, New York, big city, New Jersey, big city. So we decided to take a trip to Colorado. As a matter of fact, one of my students, uh, one of my black belts that he's here for the past five years, which is he was a PA at the Baptist Hospital in Miami. He looked at me and said, I want to have your lifestyle. So I want to drop all my degrees. I want to be a jiu-jitsu professor. So I help him out. Fantastic guy. His name is Tom Lynn Jr. So he moved to a monument, which is a city 22 miles away from where I'm at. And then uh, he kept telling me, you got to go to Colorado. You got to go to Colorado. You got to go to Castle Rock. That's the town that I'm at right now. So long story short, fast forward, we started to take the trips and my son definitely loved it. I have to take a meeting with my students. I have to take a meeting with my black belts. I have to take a meeting with all staff that I have at Carson Grace Miami, which is I proudly opened the gym, starting with the five students. Uh, four members are my partners that time, and one was his friends. And uh, nowadays, you know, um, with the amount of students that we have, it's a big responsibility because you have people under you that depend on you, that count on you, and I cannot let those people down, you know. Business-wise was the most difficult decision in my life. I didn't expect it. I thought I'm going to pretty much retire in Miami, get in a Florida Keys, a little cabana down there, you know, invite <laughs> you all the guys from Jiu-Jitsu Dummies to do a podcast. <laughs> Something oh, like that. that trip. That's yes, a good sir. trip. But, uh, guys, I I'll tell you this. breaks my heart that uh, I have to literally, like, pretty much leave a, a, a teenager behind, a 15-year-old baby behind to take care of my kid, to take care of my son, you know? Um, I have two other kids with my wife, uh, but unfortunately, uh, my son won't be able to be, I, won't, I don't want to say a regular kid. We won't have that type of conversation that I have with you guys, the pleasant mm -hmm. conversation that I'm going to have with you guys. That's the truth of the story. So he's going to have a lot of... Uh, access to me and my wife for the next couple of years of course the praying that i do every night is one day when he reach like an adult life he can walk on his own you know but as a father of a special needs i did a lot of counseling i did a lot of meetings i do a lot of meetings with parents and chats on facebook on linkedin and uh you know the future could be bright for some of them we have a lot of great examples in history Messi, the Barcelona player that's now in Paris Saint-Germain, apparently mm -hmm. he was on the spectrum. Albert Einstein, apparently was on the spectrum. So it makes you get a little bit of hope, right? Mm -hmm. So, but I don't want to touch on too much on the subject because I don't want you guys thinking that I'm selling out. No, I'm just no, not at all. No, no, it's interesting. Why the reason that I moved? It's no, been it's a year a big so deal far. These days. Uh, well, for me, Bo, it's a big deal because, you know, um, like I said, man, I did not expect... The true of the fact is, man, the position that I have nowadays, I can literally open up a school five minutes walk distance from my house, right? But when I have a conversation with Christina and my wife, um, and then she actually told us, look, you can do that in a heartbeat. And I know because I've been to your school, I've been to your places, I scout you out. 
and uh, you, you're going to be successful. But how is going to be the future for your son in the next 35 years, 45 years, you know? So talking about talking about be talking about be a, 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 a person that migrate from Brazil to United States. And then I didn't know what autism is, man. I didn't I didn't have no clue what is that. And my son opened my eyes for so many things. And just make me a better father, you know, just make him a better person, a better professor, a person mm -hmm. that cares much more. And I think that's probably like could be one of my flaws, like caring so much for the people, because that's how I do with my son. So I treat all my students and my kids, you know, and my sons, you know. But long story short, uh, it's been a year that I'm in Colorado. Uh, it's been tremendously fantastic for him. I go once in a month. I spent one week in Miami. Uh, hopefully the, the next time I can visit you guys personally, give Absolutely. yourself a hug, shake your guys' hands and preach for more and more success for you guys, more sponsorship for you guys. And hopefully you guys can reach Netflix. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> fantastic. Let me ask you, let me ask you a quick question, professor. Cause yes, sir. Kind of, um, so okay, you moved to Colorado. Yes, sir. I, I, I can make the assumption that it was quieter than New York and New Jersey. And, and for your son, it was, uh, I guess, the, the input was uh, uh, slow. How, how do I say that? It's, the right it's, way? Like, it's less saturated. Yeah, there, you know, it's, it's, you know, more nature, natural, right? Is, is that ultimately what made the decision? That's yeah. the perfect point. Let me tell you something. 45 degrees outside, people with jackets, hoodies, you name it. My son was in shorts and a T-shirt. Really? <laughs> Short t-shirt. So that started to open my eyes. And trust me, I did not make that decision right off the bat. It took me a couple of trips to Colorado, winter, summer, spring, because I want to literally make sure I always make a decision. Mind you that I am, I can say, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can picture whoever did that, whoever lived, whoever left a gym behind mm -hmm. with 200 plus members behind and actually adventure himself to open another gym. You know, I know the stories that, Oh, I got two purple belts. Hey, I'm going to put you guys in the middle of nowhere. You guys open up a school when you have like 80 students, then I'm going to go there. And if I like it, I stay. That's the pattern. But I decide to not make that pattern because I don't, I, I, if I have to do something, I do myself. So I choose the path. Not that I'm saying that I'm going to drop that gym and leave it to somebody else, but if uh, the opportunity comes to reach out and help out other people, mind you that I told you guys, I have at least like 15 people that depend on what I do. And I have to be very precisely what I do things. You know, I have to understand how I do things. And so that way those people can get some value, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to add value to my life and show an example to my daughter, uh, Emma. You know, she's nine right now. She's totally functioning. I have another one-year da daughter like Kira. So they can understand that I did the sacrifice for the old brother, you mm -hmm. know, and when I'm no longer exist on the surface of planet of earth, I'll make sure they will be taking care of it, you know, yeah. and whatever the hold helps for them, you know, God bless them. But I'm going to make my part as I'm living person, you know, and, uh, you know, hopefully that can be, I don't know, man, it's, it's heartbreaking because uh, I know some parents, they struggle a lot. I talk to some parents. I try to help them um, financially, you know, like um, we did have parents that came to Carson Grace in Miami and they told me that uh, some gyms, they not look at up the kids as a, as a inclusive them 
in the program. They just have them as a number. And that breaks my heart because I don't want to, I don't want to wish that to nobody. Imagine I have my son, man, put into do a tennis, tennis program or, or a basketball program, whatever call, group program or a single program. And the person doesn't give it our attention. You know, it'll break my heart. And when you have a single mom, a single parent coming up to you and say, Oh, I have my son there. And then, you know, the professor was not looking up. So man, that breaks my heart. I was driving, I was driving, uh, I was picking them up here at 3 30 in the afternoon. Okay. In West Kendall, taking him to a tennis course twice a week in Granada in Coral Gables. And then for an hour he was doing tennis, right? Then I have to rush back to Color Bay. I was leaving Color Bay at that time, drop him off in home to make a time to my kids program, my baby program and my school. So I was doing that sacrifice, you know, because it was so hard and so difficult to find a program that people can say, no, you can bring your son here and then we're going to include them. It's just get, get to a point that uh, they just want to work with some period of time. And then after that, that's it. No more. That's why I make the decision to come here because we are going to trails. This kid trails, my, my friends, I'm talking about 45 minute walk. He was the pack leader happy singing you know like he just like repeat phrases you know that's one of the characteristics of an autism uh a kid on a spectrum sometimes they memorize like lines for uh, music from cars or nemo or finding nemo or like tv show uh movie screens and they can repeat in themselves and uh, he was just a happy kid you know what i mean so i mean that's what's fact, important that we, as we're speaking right now, tomorrow is going to be our first experience to do paddleboard in a lake here. So I want to see, I'm going to try make a recording and I'll send it to you guys so you guys can have it as footage. You know? Does, have you, have you tried jujitsu with him? I did. I did. I did a uh, Milton and uh, since three months old, because that time I didn't have enough help, which is another struggle for uh, many, many, many parents in the whole world, I believe. So I was bringing my son to the dojo as a three month old, right? So uh, since then, he saw the jujitsu mats as a big playground. So I have one encounter when he was three years old. I put him on a gi. I have a picture. I can look it up and I send it to you guys too. So he was happy, smiling, you know. But for him, that was just like a gigantic playground. So he never took serious. And I don't want to. I don't want to sound unprofessional putting my son there and then he distracted the class. So I was one of the parents that I had her to take him to a place. That's why I told about the tennis class. Yeah. So in a, in a reason for, he doesn't bother the other kids in class, you know, I want an actual professional. So I'll try probably like close by the end of the summer to see how he maybe adapt to here because now yeah. he's older. Maybe he has a different vision, but so far my daughter is the one that actually uh, doing jujitsu and no pushing. I'm not how old is she? My, my daughter's nine. Okay. My daughter's nine. I'm not one of those pressured parents that everybody got to do jujitsu. If she wants to do dance, ballet, gymnastics, whatever, not a problem. But I told her that's how important it is. Like a, a female, especially speaking, uh, needs to know how to defend themselves. And it, it could be anything. I'm not just pushing myself to jujitsu. It could be karate, boxing, Muay Thai, kickboxing, MMA, whatever it is. But I think in our long time journey, whoever never step on the mat, please find yourself a place that you feel comfortable, that your heart beats in a heart rate, like 96 mm -hmm. BPM. And then you're kind of like, man, I'm excited to be here. You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. You, you raised your hand. You, you have that's your the, daughter in jujitsu. It's, 
my whole family, man. I'm yeah. even trying to get my wife. I, you, honestly, like, she, she doesn't watch the show, so I could say this. I'm going to surprise her with her <laughs> taking a, a carry and conceal class. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, because yeah. she's just been talking about it. I was just like, you know, she carries mace. Um, and, and like, to me, like, I don't feel like that's it. Plus, you got to, like, take it out, yeah. you know, and all that. And um, she has been talking more and more about just like she sees the importance of it, but she just thinks she funny. She, she thinks jujitsu is she loves it, but it's disgusting. <laughs> like she hates the she hates the hair. She hates it. and she rolls hey, only with girls. Can know? I can I say something? Sure. Can I say something, Miguel? Yeah. So guess what? I have a student, and I, and she's gonna hear this show. And if you want to, I can get a hold with your wife and her. And I'm not going to get involved, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's from Brazil, okay? We became a really good friends. Guess what she told me the day that I invite her to be on the mats? Yeah. I, I'm not going to mention. I'm not going to mention her name. No, 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 no. I'm not going to mention her name, right? Ew. But she's going to hear that show and she's going to reach out to you guys. <laughs> I said, such as such. Why don't you try a jujitsu class? Hell no! I don't want to nobody sweat on top of me. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no way! I said no. Just try a class. And mind you, that she's from Brazil, so I started to speak her in our native language, right? Yep. So I said no. Just come try it. No, hell no, hell no. All right. <laughs> Years pass. She put her two kids. Yeah. She's starting to train jujitsu, like it, and then the husband which is a Brazilian too, decides to train jiu-jitsu. Then one day she took a class. Uh -huh. Then since this day, I take her story to every single woman that might or might not say something about, oh, jiu-jitsu is too sweaty, it's too grappling, it's too much. I said, you know what? Talk to such a such a such a such, and then she's going to tell you. Now I know story. how many syllables is in her name. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, such and such and such and such. It, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, you know, I. She's done it. My I, wife's I done think, it. My wife's done oh, it. She did. She's, she did. She's went to like several classes and she's an honorary purple belt because she skips, she hides in the bathroom. She skips warm ups. <laughs> she's an honorary. Hey, I, I tell, I tell, this is a. Hey, you know what I say? This is a purple belt diary. Yeah. yeah. How can I skip the warm up in 15 ways? <laughs> yeah. so I, already told, I already told my wife, I'm going to make a little, you know, those small booklets that you get at like an airport that you kind of like buy for $5.99. Yeah. I'm starting to write those books like, uh, what a, a blue belt, final destination. Because you know, uh, yeah. blue belt, you get the blue belts, that's it. I'm yeah. done. I'm done. I'm done for that. You know what I mean? And then you get the purple belts. The purple belt feeling is kind of like, oh, should I skip the warm up? Oh, they are doing takedown. Should I pull guard? Can I pull guard? Can I pull guard? Something yeah. like that. And the brown belts. Oh man, just two more years. I get my black wrist lock, wrist lock, wrist lock, wrist lock. What is it about? What is it about those different things? There's always some truth. There's phases. There's, man. there's always some truth in those things. <laughs> Professor, what is? What do you think? Let's yeah. talk about blue belt first. Why yeah. do you think that people drop off at blue belt? Why is that a thing? And we've seen, we've all seen it, so yeah. we know, know that it's true. I know why. I know why. You know why? And I, and, and listen, I, uh, guys, look, uh, I don't like to create things, right? I, lo I look it up numbers. I like numbers. I like Give facts. me the facts. Give me the facts. Give me the facts. So, Miguel, Milton, what I, Bo, what I usually do, I take by my students, mm -hmm. okay? So, I take by notes. I take by 
uh, words. I take by conversations, right? So I'm not just like, oh yeah, uh, such a, such a, such a, such a, such a, go ahead. You're in a position to speak about this. You, you teach, you do it and you teach it. Like if there's anybody more qualified, it's you. Well, thank you. Thank you, Miguel. I appreciate your words, man. Very kind. But uh, like I said, I'll say this, right? So tell me if you guys train, tell me the day that you walk to a gym, you told the professor, I want to compete. No one. No one in my gym, everybody that walks through the door, they never mention about competition. We never mention about competition. They never say, oh, I want to compete tomorrow. I want to compete next month. I want to do it next month. You don't, you maybe have one in a hundred. I said it day one. Well, well, I I think what he means is nobody comes in saying they want to compete. No. You know, like nobody comes in and says, I want to do jujitsu because I want to compete. Like it's something that develops later. Oh yeah. Oh, they they start doing it. They start doing it. And then they say, I want to compete. Yes. Because you already maybe have out of like 30 students, one guy that competes or out of 30 students, 20 guys that compete. And you want to be part of that crew. You want to be part of that squad. For sure. I feel that. I feel that. Competition team. So I'm not saying that uh, when you sign up at the gym, you told the professor, when is the competition? When is it? Then I can compete. No, you just want to learn what is jujitsu, right? Mm -hmm. So as that journey starts, you're starting to come to class. You're starting to feel comfortable. You're starting to understand the game. And let me tell you guys, jiu-jitsu is a very complex match, right? It's a, it's a, it's a complex, it's a, it's a complicated for a mom or I won't say a dad because we do what we want to, but moms have all the different, moms in another atmosphere, bro, they have to think <laughs> about how to pay the bills, how to fed the kids, yeah. what I'm going to do for dinner, what we're going to do for the weekend. And yeah. then they're going to put jiu-jitsu and then, oh man, how I do a bump and roll. How, how I get out of the guard, how, how I can, you, you know what I mean? So it's a complex yeah. fight. So then as a guy that's starting to see, oh, this is easy. I can do that every day, all day. But then he's starting to see the hurdles that the jujitsu comes. Oh, I need to buy tape because my fingers are starting to get crooked up. Oh, I need to buy a, some sort of a CBD. And I know you guys have some sponsor. You guys should, you know, send it to all of them. Very cool. I see that. I see that. Neutral zone, baby. See, I'm already, I'm already hooked up, you guys. I'm already hooked up, you guys. So, I've had a headache, so I've been putting it on, and it's, here it's goes. amazing. So somebody, somebody did a neck choke on me, and they kind of like crank my neck. Then, as he training for a year, a year and two months, a year and five months, maybe two years, the guy that comes on and on, he got a blue belt. And then he tells me, man, that's it. I don't want to do that anymore because I got my blue belt, you know, <laughs> and, and, and I reached to that. I reached to the 10th floor and I don't want to go to the number 11 floor. But then here it comes like the psychological aspect. OK, you got your blue belt to you train for a year, year and a half. But let me give us some examples. Right. How about the guy that's 75 years old that just started? And is he happy as hell to come in every day? How many injuries that guy have in motocross? biking, skateboarding, you know what I mean? So he's still coming. So what makes you stop? Oh, because now I need to put more extra work. No, it's same thing every day, every day, same thing. So you just keep showing up. Your professor will be able to qualify you to train with certain people that's going to take care of you. And then you're going to have the longevity of a sport. But some people get frightening because now they see going to places that's kind of like a challenge. You know, looks like a heavy day is a fight. Last Call for the World Masters Championship <laughs> uh, in the left side, blue belt that just got awarded, and the purple belt that's hungry to get your neck. 
<laughs> I mean, it, it can be like that. That's why yeah. people, it, because they yeah. know they have something to prove. The moment that you got your blue belt and you put in your mind that I don't have nothing to prove, all I got to prove myself is I can keep coming. I can be injury free. And if I want to compete, I compete. If I want to train for fun, I train for fun. If I want to be selected, I do. If I'm not, I just do myself, you know? And when I get back home, nothing changed, you know? Oh, because now I cannot tap for the white belt for strike. Dude, check it out. Let me ask you a question, guys. So when you guys are training, right? If you guys are training, striking, whatever, if you get hit, if you get arm bar, does your light bill goes down? <laughs> no. Does your insurance goes down? No. Uh, so FPL, do you think the FPL is going to say, oh, I give you a break because uh, you didn't tap tonight? It <laughs> doesn't matter, man. Just have fun. So blue belts that are going to get promoted or blue belts that just got promoted in the summer or you may be a potentially blue belt to get promoted in December. Guys, just keep coming. Just keep coming training. And and I and I directly that conversation for them because those are the people that just actually is going to make it or break it. Because once they get a blue belt, they're going to say, man, that's it. Done. No, it's not done. Just keep yeah. coming. Oh, but the purple belt on the corner, he wants to chop my head off. Hey, you know what? If he goes too hard, just tap. I have a question. Yes, sir. I, I, I want to ask. I, I, I want everybody's input on this. Yeah. Except Bo. So, except for Bo, who doesn't train. <laughs> you don't train. Oh. Um, okay. So, and, and I just thought of, of this while we're talking about this. So, yeah. do you think that sometimes people make it to blue belt? Because for a couple of reasons, but I'm going to start with, I'm a white belt and I don't want to quit a white belt. I want to at least get there and I, I got to the blue belt and now, yeah, whatever. I you know, know like enough. They start, not not that they know enough, but it's like almost embarrassment to like, well, I'm not going to quit a white belt. I, I can't tell that girl I'm trying to pick up at a oh, bar yeah, yeah, yeah. that I didn't make it like, uh, oh yeah, I trained jujitsu. Yeah, I got to blue belt, but then I stopped. It's like I went, I got to white belt, and then I stopped. You can't quit like, at purple. Belt. That's the meaning. That's As, the meaning before you see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really, I really believe that there's that there's a little bit of that, that psychology where somebody might not truly love it. Like you walked in, and I knew you were a lifer. Yeah, you knew you were a lifer, but I felt I knew it right yeah. away when I saw you train and staying after class and asking for the hardest rolls. Like you not you rolled with everybody. I saw it. You yeah. could see that just from you from that day that I when you first came to the gym. I'm good at getting beat up to now, <laughs> but <laughs> but I think there's sometimes you see guys that they don't they come in you know a couple of times a month and they take years way past what they should to get the but they get the blue belt and then hey, they bro, really you gotta, stop. You got to give it to Felipe. Jujitsu you know? reserves is probably one of the best yeah. lines I've ever heard in my life. Our professor calls those people that don't come in jujitsu reserves. They're in the jujitsu <laughs> reserves. One you time. Know? Once I got the week, time, already got like the, the military time. reserves. Yeah. You know, the military reserve, you know. Do you, yeah. Once a month. I, so do you, you know agree what? or disagree with that statement yeah. that no, it's no, a little no. bit of embarrassed? I don't want to be embarrassed and say I quit at white belt, no. but I'll make it the blue and then I'll, that's when no. I'll stop. I no? think, I think what, what I can, well, I'll true. say this, right? Now i talking about facts. I never yeah. had a blue belt that actually quit after he got a blue belt. Okay. I have people that might be sporadically starting to get life a little busier and they might be not coming quite often. Right. Um, uh, and I'm talking about mid age guys, you know, younger guys, man, as soon as they get the blue belt, they're going to be there on Monday. If the belt ceremony is a Saturday or Sunday, bro, Monday, they're going to be there. If possible, the first class in the morning, you know what I mean? But the mid age people, 30, 35, 40, 45 years old, like sometimes things can get on the way, you know, and they're going to, show up on Monday, 
heartbeat. They're going to look in the parking lot. Oh, man, that guy's a purple belt. That guy's car is a <laughs> you know? Oh, man, should I go back at home? Should I'm seriously, I, ha I have a black belt that uh, as, as he was a purple belt, I think. Uh, he has a big AC company. Once again, I'm not going to mention his name in there. I'm going to mention all the names in the end. I'm not taking my notes here. <laughs> That's okay. I'm we're going to give you here. We're going to give so you some shout-out time. Professor, what's how the many, name of the many, girl? How many so-and-sos for the AC guys? So-and-so and so-and-so. <laughs> so well, for the, just two. So-and-so. <laughs> okay. So-and-so. So, so, so I'm taking my notes apart. here. The girl and the AC guy. So he told me one time, Professor, I, I, I was like looking in the parking lot and I see cars and with the sticker and I see, oh, A is here, B is here, C is here, X is here, Y is here, Z is here. I think I'm gonna back home. Yeah. And I said, no, you should keep coming because that's improvement. He's still trained until this day. Three kids, very successful AC company, Miami guy. And he's still training nowadays. He, well, right now in the summer, he's pretty booked, packed. But after the summer season passed, bro, he's there every single day in the morning, you know? And the guy has four screws on his back. Oh. Four screws. Oh, wow. And he's playing. Okay. So blue belts out there. If you get promoted, go back to the gym next day. Talk to the professor. Professor, look, if you can't take care of me the next couple of six months, I would like to keep my 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 life completely of jujitsu. I don't want to quit. But yeah, for a person that's kind of like mid-age, it's a big deal because you might be have the youngsters purple belts drilling to see, oh, this guy got a blue belt. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I go after him. all the purple season, belt. baby. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a hurting season. So I don't I don't think that could be that could be a a, a, a thing, um, you know, for people that actually don't put too much pressure on the shoulders. You yeah. know, just yeah. keep coming, coming to class, I, relax. I'll admit, I've never I've never left when I pulled up, but I've yeah. definitely pulled up at my gym, and then like some like visiting brown belt or black belt that I know is tough. Come, like we do Saturday, Saturday, Sunday at our gym, at my gym is, is always open mat. So nice. I showed up and I've been like, oh, fuck, this is going to be a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh like my I pinky hurts. Yeah. My pinky hurts. Let me go back home. You know, I, I got my brand new rash guard in. I think I'm going to fucking go in so, there and uh, get some good rolls in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to be the nail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so right now, right now, for me specifically, I'm in like, an, uh -huh. I'm in a jujitsu rut right now. Like, okay. right now, I don't feel like I could do anything to anybody. My guard is okay. trash. My passing's okay. trash. I can't have you my... changed? Have you changed your game plan, uh, Miguel, by the way? Like, did you, you used to play bottom or you used to play top? I'm, I'm focusing on being on bottom more. On bottom. Right okay. uh, uh, let, yeah. me, let me throw this. Are you focusing on bottom because you're trying to get more of the leg game in? Because you're focusing on leg game? No, I just, mm -hmm. I just think that, like, me being on top um, mm -hmm. is, like, I'm not gonna say my pressure passing is good, but I'm just saying that like I feel confident in dealing uh -huh. with somebody's guard, even if they get super complicated with me with Delahiva, or if they get super complicated with me with like you know X, the reverse X. They try, they try and just go straight into Ashi from there, whatever. I'm cool. Like I feel okay with that. I'm even okay getting you know swept or taken down with even a dummy sweep or anything like that because now I'm on bottom, and and that's what I kind of want to work on. It's like, okay, uh -huh. I'm here, except the sweep. So why do you think now that you just trash? I just, if, I think it... mentally, you know, like not my jujitsu life, you know, the things that get in the way, yeah. I'm, yeah. Pre I'm pretty busy right now. Yeah. And, and then on top of that, I like, I don't know. It just feels like my jujitsu confidence is very low. And, okay. But, but, I, but I, I know like what professor was asking, what changed, what changed? 
between that, like now and when it wasn't like that. Really? Do you, like, before, what, what was it? Yeah, because you said that before you used to play on top, right? And now you yeah. play on the bottom. Now, my question for you is that what are you working? Let's say today's Thursday, right? I, I don't think I have a game plan. That's my problem. Well, I think you should start it like, first of all, close your guard, right? Once you yeah. close your guard, what are the three things that I can do from close guard? First, defend myself. Defend mm -hmm. myself means don't let the person pass. Second, what? how can I attack that person but baiting him? Not like grabbing the arm. Hey, dude, I'm getting your arm bar. You know what yeah, I mean? But yeah, kind of yeah. like baiting him. Third, have a sweep on your on your game. So if you apply those three things and condense in a two weeks program, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're going to be solid. Then your confidence is going to go back. Same as the pass. Maybe you got a guy that go for the ashy and then you kind of like, oh man, I let the ashy happens. Yeah. One second before you have to be prepared for that. Or you see the guy putting the De La Hiva and you, it's kind of like you're watching the movie yeah. and then you say, oh, I'm going to act it out. But now three, four, five chapters pass, three quarters of the movie pass and you're going to act. Yeah. I think what's happening probably in your game, you being you're being let the game be so much advanced and you're being delayed. in Yeah. Catching. Yeah. I feel that. But what I'm saying is it's like, I'm in a jujitsu rep, but like when I go to jujitsu and, and the, the class is over or the open, I've gone to open mats to other gyms. I, I competed recently. Um, um, it's just, I feel great afterwards. It's just mm -hmm. like my, my, my game confidence is low and, and you okay. question your game. So, Correct. so but, but what I'm saying is, it's like, I'm still happy doing jujitsu. And then I also just tell myself like, bro, you're getting beat up, but just have fun. And also just maybe try something new or like there stick to a game plan. Or, I was about to say that too. I'm having fun. I'm, I'm like, I'm not I'm, discouraged. You see, the, I'll defer to, if you push back our conversation for 15 minutes ago, what yeah. I just said, just go to have fun, man. Yes. Take your rocks off your shoulder. Yeah. And yeah. then as you have fun, as you starting to don't put that pressure, I guess play, what? I play better. All right, everybody, Sweaty Sack Summer, Sweaty Sack Summer, I'm feeling it, is here. And it's time for you to prioritize the comfort of your crotch. That's why the kings of crotch comfort at where? At Manscaped. Manscaped. Yeah. Have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. They're comfy. I've had the honor of testing out these new boxers. We both have. We, all three of us have, actually. I yeah, love we got, them. We got the, I, I love them. They're great. I actually use them to train. Like, they're nice yeah. boxer briefs. I've done it once or twice. Yeah. Uh, so we've all had the honor of trying these out. Uh, I think we can all say it's like the softest, softest, softest fabric. It's hard to say that five times fast. Um, it's, it's, defi it's definitely different than regular, like just cotton boxing boxer yeah. brief. It's got like that little, I don't want to call it silk, but like it's I like a silky uh, um, kind of feel yeah, to it. Felt almost. Not felt. Felt? No. Yeah, like, like I'm thinking soft. like shine, like a little bit like a, like the Aladdin, like a kind of a spandex. And oh. For me, it's more of like a sporty Lycra. Boxer brief. So it's like yeah. an old feeling. Maybe it has that in there. We don't even know. I don't know what it's made out of, okay. but it, it feels like somebody that's not very strong is giving me uh, a hug. Like, I think it's definitely yeah. like the softest fabric that uh, that I've had <laughs> in like my my boxer brief game. Uh, it's so breathable that it's like gills for your groin. I didn't write. I this. got it. But he's, <laughs> dude, Manscaped they, loves alliteration. <laughs> they even trademark the jewel pouch, so you know it's serious. Yeah. All right. I think it's time for you to invest in your family jewels. So let your bulge breathe and get 20% off and free shipping by using code JJD20 at manscaped.com. That's right. Oh, you have, we, we keep on putting it off, Bo. I know you, you wanted to tell us about your experience, right? We all got so that people that 
that don't listen to us all the time. We all got the performance package. So we've got a couple like lotions, a spray. We got the lawnmower. Right. We got the weed whacker. We got, we got the boxers. Bag, bag boxers. And, and then you guys don't get it, but we got t-shirts. We, <laughs> and we got the newspaper, the newspaper that yeah, you yeah, can yeah. use to do your thing. I read it. And then it goes down on the floor and then you take the newspaper and you throw it out. Yep, you yep, 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 yep. You read it. I, well, it's, it, there's a whole bunch of them and they're the same. So it's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you read one, use one. Mm-hmm. But Bo, go ahead. Tell us about your experience. What did you think? Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Awkward. Thank you. Uh, no. So, uh, small confession is that I have had a lawnmower 3.0 okay. for the last two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely wouldn't lick that one. That one has been places. And yeah, I don't think anybody's going to lick it. That's been places. People don't so, lick razor blades. Um, it's gone off-road? It's gone off-road. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> Big wheels and everything. So... Uh, so, so I had this comparison. So I just tried this one and I used it on my face. I use it mostly on my face. I haven't shaved. Now. I mean, two we, weeks. we, we do tell you a lot of times that your face looks like a yeah. ball sack. So, yeah. I mean, so it makes it, sense. It's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. It's the same feel, you know, <laughs> my eyeball gets caught. In there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I use it on my face and I tried this new one and, uh, you know, design wise, it's like a little stealth fighter. It's got angles instead of more rounded like the old one. Yeah. Uh, but I immediately noticed that this one's like twice as heavy. Okay. So either there's more battery or more motor or more both. Yeah. And uh, immediately turned it on. Now, after two years, the other one, it's, it's falling off. It's yeah. falling off in okay. performance. A little head. I think I need to get the new blade, you know, because it's been. And those blades pop right off. Oh yeah, you probably. Right. Yeah, you should. Take, yeah, well, you should, I think you're supposed to be change, changing the blade at like set intervals. Yeah, I and I. Tend I don't to, know about the three. This is my first. This is my first one. So, Same. Yeah. I know, tend to. But my to, first manscaped. Like I can't own an ape airplane because I don't fix it until it crashes. You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, so I I turn this one on and I go to shave and stuff. I immediately feel it's 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 also stronger when it vibrates, like when it's on. And, and Bo knows vibrators. And I know vibrators. So, dude, Us. I will say this. As soon as I started mowing this, the churn, immediately I noticed the difference. So I don't know if it's also going faster. I mean, it's, it's brand, but it it's is, brand new. But it's, it's the strong. New one, no, know, but and even and the it's old their one, new version. Even the old one, when it was yeah. brand new, when I ran into like the, the, the hairs bunch up, yeah. and it actually clogs the blade. And yeah. it'll stop, or it'll like slow down, or it'll, you'll hear it go like it wants to. The right. bog, right? The bog, and uh, <laughs> I won't make a comparison. But and it was, <laughs> and this did not bog. Yeah, this mowed right through that. Now, you, of course, it, I'm, I'm going to give it. You use it on your face first. You did the same thing. No, I. I, was that a joke? I, no, it wasn't oh, you, a joke. You I shaved your head. No. What did you shave? Did you? <laughs> oh, pretty much my whole body. Oh, like, okay, yeah. right, right. So yeah, you I did went, more I than just. I went from go. bottom to top. Yeah. Okay. I said <laughs> you went from bottom to top. Yeah, you went I in just, the canyons. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, Bob. Sorry, Mine's I well interrupt traveled. you. Go ahead. So, so that was immediately what I noticed that the performance on this one compared to the 3.0 is is like light years difference. Mm-hmm. They did an incredible job updating this thing, um, which is a good comparison because we're going on, on it. We're first time users. Yeah, your first now, time, now you're I giving have, it to maybe the guys who have the 3.0. And they're like it still works okay I for me. Experience. Yeah, and I've I already like, tried. I've already tried the um, the weed whacker, which worked 
tremendously. Twice a week at least. Yeah. I use that. Love you, you grow, today, you grow fast, bro. Yeah, I got, I got my, you know what? I got, I got grays coming out of here now. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, no. so they could really see them, you, you know? The spikes, So yeah. I, I got to get him. I got to get the guy in the front. And, and it's not good to pull. That's old you dog whiskers. You don't want to pull, you get ingrown hairs in your nose. That's old dog whiskers. They, you know, yeah. start to look like yeah. those old dogs with those long, Yeah, I hope whiskers. that day never comes where it's just like, but, but they're not totally whiskers. just flows yeah. into the beard. And now with Manscaped, you're set. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I legit, I mean, I use it all the time. It's it's like, it's the one, it's the piece out of this that I'm using the most. I spritz the most. Yeah, so. I'm a spritzer. Go ahead, Bo. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's pretty much it. Now yeah. I have to, I did use it on my eyebrows too. I put the, the, uh, the guard yeah. on it. Went right for my eyebrows. I thought it was going to be too short, but always go length. with the grain just in case it goes too short. Like no, go I go the, against the grain. I know, but if you don't know how short it's going to be, yeah, no, I did it anyway. Like I was like, yeah, I'm either going to look like, like a freak. You go, away, go yeah. away from the grain, and then if it's too much, then just go up. Yeah, no, I went I directly. Does it, I know? went directly against yeah. the grain. I was like, if yeah. I look like an idiot, I look like an idiot. But it worked out perfectly. It actually came. The way out really you good. grow hair. I mean, you grow hair. It does, and I'm getting those old man curly things that pop out of my face, like. These strange hairs that Old grow. landscaped. There's a bunch of normal hairs and then yeah. these strange ones that come out. So uh, I'm I'm thoroughly pleased. With right. this. Like I told you, you like last that. time, we, I'm extremely pleased. Yeah, so, so we have some new stuff coming. I checked the mail before I came down today. We didn't get that. We didn't get uh, the delivery yet. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of new stuff coming from Manscaped. So that's really cool. We'll get to, to talk about that or unbox it here. What's coming now? Um, I know there's like uh, boxers, the, the the new boxers. So those are coming. God, I forget. I, I think there's some new t-shirts. May have to do. And a, I don't know. I forget what product. I don't know what other product is coming. But I know it's like boxers. And I think I'll have to do stuff. an Instagram, like you know. We both have brand ambassador. Today, forgot, no, right? brand yeah, ambassador. Yeah, we both do. With what my junk. What does it say? What does it say on my, the back? Read what it says. On it the says back. manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Yes. And in Spanish, that is manscaped. Yes. Tus pelotas te van a agradecer. <laughs> when I came home with this, the first time I wore it on the show, yeah, I went. I stopped at like Whole Foods. Yeah. And I think when I did it, I think it was a Saturday. Well, was it a Saturday show? So I think I went home during the day and I stopped at the mm-hmm. store. And when I got home, I didn't realize. I don't. I'm I not even thinking about, about it. Yeah. I'm wearing it, whatever. But when I got home, my wife read it. She's like, you went to the store like yeah, that? I do. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I do it's not it. a big deal. But she <laughs> I totally yeah. do it, man. I go to Publix. <laughs> I, I go to Whole Foods. I wear I went to. No well, listen, I that's used my jujitsu. That's my jujitsu after jujitsu shirt. Yeah. And I'm in the locker room. And then like the first time I wore it, everybody like said something or was laughing. And I was like, what's going on? It's like, bro, your shirt. That's awesome. It's actually, yeah, I, get, I, I, people, I don't get bad. I don't get I bad. I got to tell you about my first think. t-shirt site. The first t-shirt site I had was all nasty curses on. Yeah. Like biker style, like t-shirt, all black, white riding. I used to. Over the top. Like it was horrible. I used to. I would uh, so, I'd be embarrassed great, to wear man. any Those of those shirts. No. In, in high school, like, I, like my mom dressed me, but then like I got a job <laughs> and, uh, and I would buy shirts and I would put them in my book bag. And then, like, my mom would dress me, like, I mean, even like through high school, bro. Like, and I was like, oh, that's my mom. So you, know? you would bring, like, so I would bring extra change. clothes and I would change, like, in the, in the, uh, like, the bus stop. And, but, like, I would, sh- I was such a jit, bro. Like, I would, I would, I would, like, shop at, like, Hot Topic or, like, stores like that. So, like, all my shirts were offensive. Right. Let's, uh, let's, uh, <laughs> let everybody know. Let's give them the code again. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code JJD20 at manscaped.com. Remember, that's 20% off and free shipping with code JJD20 
at manscaped.com. Anywhere Test. in the world. Anywhere. Once the boxers, the Blam. boxers 2.0 touch your sack, they'll never go back. Bam. These guys are poets and they didn't <laughs> even know it. Let's get back to the show, everybody. So I'm controlled by my sack. Right? They rhyme all the time. <laughs> all right. Let's do this. Milton, you said something that uh, reminds me, oh, when a black belt showed up, I'm a brown belt, you know, and the, somebody visiting. It's not a challenge. It's actually time to see what I can do better when I finish training with this guy because he might be past my guard. He might be took my back. And uh, is my cardio is better or no? Is my, is my perception are better? Is my flexibility are better? So now I'm talking about the other aspects of jiu-jitsu. I'm not talking about the technical part of jiu-jitsu because yeah. remember, it's technical, physical. it's mental, and physical, right? Mm-hmm. So if you put all those three t- things together, guess what? You're going to so relax on your training that injury is going to be free. Mm-hmm. Pressure because that lower belt whack or rack the crap out of you. Yeah. And then not only that, now mentally you're going to say, man, I think I, I think my jiu-jitsu is not a plateau. And that's the thing. I have a, 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 a couple of years back, I have a student that he came up to me and he said, professor, my jiu-jitsu reached a plateau. Like, I'm, I, I, I can't, I can't evolve. I can't. And I knew why, but I don't want to say, I, I'm not going to listen. If you were my student, I'm not going to tell you like, Hey, listen, stop in doing this three times. Right. I, I warn you like same as IBJJF, right? First you get a warn, then you get an advantage. Then you get a penalty. Then you get a DQ. So I told him that time. I said, listen, the problem is I come to teach a class. But then I show you the program, I show the curriculum of the week, and then always after class, you get together with the two other guys that you guys want to do the highlights. I call the highlight things, right? And then you get confused, you know? It's kind of like I'm trying to put a puzzle together for you for the whole week, program everybody to, even though everybody's going to do the same, but guess what? Most likely other people, if they skip two, three classes, they forget about what you teach Monday. If they skip the whole week, they're going to forget about you teach Monday. If you skip the whole month, they're going to be lost when they come back. So you still get that advantage if you are a regular, if you are coming regular. You can massively have the, the, the moves in your brain, like muscle memory, right? So guess what happened? And I told him, point blank, I said, my brother, listen. Okay, such and such and such, listen. Uh, Stopping two, <laughs> yeah, four, four. Instead of, four instead of, yes, four suches. Instead of you do the the highlight things, which is mm-hmm. I don't condemn. I think jujitsu is, I think jujitsu is gonna evolve so much. It's growing right now. I don't, I, I don't, I don't see MMA growing more than that. MMA is gonna be like that. Okay, it's my my opinion, my perception, what I see on the game nowadays. I try even from far away. I watch it all the flow, all the all the videos, you know, like in the, they send it to me for tournaments, even in small tournaments. I like to watch little small tournaments. I like to watch, but as far as comparison, like jujitsu is gonna grow, right? And if you stick to jujitsu, gonna grow much more. If you stay with MMA, you're probably gonna reach a plateau because then not much. But I but I come back from that uh, blue belt that back then he wants to do what the highlight was after class and starting to drill what I just thought, and then the other students are getting better than him, and he do like you reach a plateau so when you go back to the gym miguel thinking about those three things you know okay i'm gonna start in my guard right close guard i only gonna open my guard if i have something to do it i'm not just gonna open my guard to starting to play spider guard because i'm not familiar too much be patient, or I need. Be patient. exactly uh try to 
uh, uh, try to approach that person to your game. Impose your rhythm of the fight. Yeah. Don't let that person impose his rhythm. And because guess what? If you're starting to open your guard, stand up on your knees, whatever, and he keeps that pressure, he knows he's the need to get you on your side. And if you don't have an attack next to that coming, he's going to get you. He's going to yeah. pass your guard. So that's pretty much like my two cents for don't feel that, man, I am like in this limbo, kind of like it's almost like a twilight zone. You know, what am I? What am I here? You Purgatory. Know yeah, take, take some notes. So, you so, know what? so in all, I just want to say, even with all that being said, I was like indirectly answering your question. It's like, what is it about blue belts that quit? I feel that a lot of it is they can't, you said the three things, one of them being mental, is they can't take the mental roller coaster of just having, I'm in a rut right now and I'm aware that I'm in a rut and I've professionally been in ruts before. I've been in relationships where I've been in ruts before. So like mm-hmm. I understand what's happening. So the only thing that I really focus on, uh, Professor, is that, when I go there, even though sometimes I don't want to be there and I go anyways, when I leave, I feel great. Yeah. And I'm so happy you came. And I'm, and I'm happy and yeah. I had fun and like the music sounds better, you know, when I go mm-hmm. home and I'm in a great mood when I go home. I think, you know, I, I'll say so it's what, like, that's what keeps me in the game. A couple you know? of things that I've done when I was in ruts, you know, yeah. uh, over the years of training, sometimes I'll go, I told you, like, I'll watch videos before I go. Mm hmm. And then I'll pick out something that I'm going to work on besides whatever the professors like when I know that we're going to be rolling, mm-hmm. focusing on the rolling part, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to try to get that thing. And it gives me a goal. Now, I do more than half of the time, it doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even get close to the thing, but because I have my mind focused on something, yeah. not the class. And am I doing the drill and who's there? I have now gone there and I'm focused and that's how I got. I did that with the North South and it became my thing. Mm-hmm. I do that with Felipe's lockdown and that's kind of my thing. Yeah. I like, Oh, you know, whatever your, I'm going to, fo- I'm going to see how many times I can yeah. get this thing. And again, half more than half the time, it doesn't ever work out, but because I got my mind, I made my mind think of the goal yeah. and not everything that's happening in the day that's worked for me. You got the blinders yeah. on. It, it make, it gives me like a purpose. I got a, I got a know? professor yeah. question. Yeah. Go ahead. Cause yes. check this out. Yeah. So, you know, let's say you you teach uh, butterfly sweeps on Correct. for a week or whatever. Correct. Um, the next that's the move of the day. Correct. Okay, so this is like kind of what I like to do because like it's so hard to like hit the butterfly sweep when it's the move of the day because everybody knows except the, everybody's focusing and they're hyper focused on the butterfly sweep. And I, I already had an idea on how to teach a move of the day, but teach two move of the days, but split the class, but don't let them watch each other. So that way they know this and they know this, but you don't know what they're teaching. You teach silently, but, but that's another story. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, is like, do you notice when students do the move of the day from last week, the next week? Cause that's been like my cheat code. Like if I learn a butterfly sweep, I hit it the next week. I don't hit it. Because everybody else forgets about it. Okay. I see what you so mean. So, like, but do you notice students, like... You go like this, they, I'm going to take this out of my bag. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I always, I'm this. always a week behind on move of the day. <laughs> well, to be honest, that's the professor's duty. That's how you evaluate your students. If they're absorbing the technique, if they're applying the technique, and if they re- remember the technique. Mm-hmm. Three things, again. Put it together. Put it in your pocket. So that way, write your notes, and then you can see, well, wait a minute. This guy only knows 
one sweep and that's he's been doing for the whole entire month. That doesn't mean he doesn't know the rest of it. That means like he really want to hit that sweep. Some people hit in two weeks, some people hit at the day. But like I said, coming back for facts, right? Did you sleep well last night? When you go to, when you go to train, did you pretty much like uh, rested? So if your mind is rested, yes, you're definitely going to remember the moves from the last week. And I'm pretty sure if your professor is watching your class, if he's aware of everybody was doing it, and mind you, you might be going to roll, I'll say like five times, you know, four times in a good day, maybe in a great day, six times, definitely your professor will watch your performance or everybody's performance. And then he will see that uh, who actually needs to be promoted, right? Yeah. So that's why coming back from that situation, yes, it could be difficult for the whole entire class hit the butterfly sweep that day. Can be possible, yes, but maybe you want to, oh, let me hold this back a little bit. Let me wait, everybody forget. And then in two weeks, I hit it back again. And then you're going to have a little groupie ground coming next to you. Hey, yo, how did you do that butterfly? Because I tried many times and I didn't work. What I tried to do in the training and uh, I see you doing it, man, you're doing great. Now your confidence of that position getting a boost, yeah. you know? Yes, it could be difficult for a regular day. Everybody uh, do the sweep. It's so hard to hit the move of the day on the it, day. It, man. Is, it is probably necessary if you do have beginners, uh, intermediate and advanced group to be separated. So that way they can work in a specific position that professor, uh, if he's leading the class, wants to. Okay, white belts, you guys going to work on this butterfly sweep? But the color belts, you guys are going to work in this butterfly sweep, but I'm going to give a little pinch of salt, a little <laughs> pinch of pepper Damn, for salt, you guys. Salt, so, salt and pepper, correct. Yeah. So that way, um, they might be going to hit the sweep on you and you on them, but everybody's going to have a different perspective. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yes, definitely answer your question. It could be difficult for you hit the sweep at the day if yeah. everybody wants to do the same thing, you know? Do, do you also have, like, is there, like, a like a communication network with all the black belts, you know, maybe from, like, neighboring schools that you guys, like, get together and brainstorm on how to be better professors? Or or is that, like, an ego thing between professors? Because I always wonder that, like, your world is so different than my world. I'm a paying customer. I go to this place. If I don't like what I like, if I don't like anything, I'm just like, fuck this. I'm out. Like, that, because, you're right. Whatever. And, you don't like, want to be And you're like, especially you saying how caring you are. And I could, I mean, I don't know you, but I could just from our interaction, I could tell that you really do care. Um, like, does the, do you see sometimes like the ego gets in the way of a professor maybe reaching out for help to another professor? Or is the community more like, hey, I've reached this teaching plateau, you know, because mm -hmm. like not only are you a, a jujitsu black belt, but you're also now like an instructor. So like, now that's a whole different world, you know? So like, right. how do you handle that? I'll tell you this, Miguel, um, uh, point blank, right? In Brazil, we already have that. Uh, in Brazil, when my professors, Rodrigo Medeiros and Francisco Toco Albuquerque, just purple belts are starting to teach. I have Renato Tavares coming to my school uh, Soneca, Elio Moreira Soneca coming to my school. Uh, I have all the Carson Gracie black belts coming to my, not black belts, but that time they were like purple belts, brown belts, you know, uh, some of them brand new black belts. 
they're coming to my school and we already see that sharingness of techniques, not a seminar. They just boom, pop out of nowhere and then boom, they are right there. Because the fact is nobody, only maybe I'll say, God bless his soul, Carlos Gracie, maybe he has that vision what a jujitsu will be nowadays. Because he was a visionary, right? But me, myself, I did not expect it to be here today as a present time talking to a podcast with you guys, having the opportunity to show how much I do care for that sport. Yes, I do make friends. I make a lot of friends, friends that uh, we see each other every weekend and they're here already in the United States. Yeah, we do change information and we do talk about techniques. For my side, I don't have no ego. From my side, I talk to everybody. From my side, I respect everybody. And I try to be the icebreaker. I try, hey, professor, nice to meet you. Hey, listen, I saw you showing a technique and uh, how did you be able to achieve? I, I always, I, I don't know if it's because I come from an old school mentality that uh, everybody, you know, get together after training. We used to call hezenya, which is basically like a pep talk. Like the hezenya could be translated like after the class is over, Everybody sit on the mats, talk about a lot of things, you know, share ideas and stuff like that in a very relaxing way, right? So we already have that in Brazil. So when I move here and then I see the migration of my friends coming from Brazil or coming from other parts of the U.S., coming to specifically Florida because they has the similarity of the weather in Brazil, in Rio de Janeiro, which is most likely all those people come from. Yeah, maybe you reached out for someone that came from Sao Paulo, you know, came from Brasilia. But in the end of the day, the jiu-jitsu community is so small and we kind of like we know each other. We, if we don't know each other, we know his professor, you know. And I, I, I usually has like a professor that they send me techniques, black belts that send me techniques. And if I see something that's very approachable, yeah, I do talk to my black belt, say, you know what? What do you guys think about this technique? Uh, Professor Milton sent me this video and maybe could be hey, you. Sounds nice. I already throw the jinx. You see how I am, right? I already throw my jinx, right? So I hopefully, I hopefully. Do you know DM Professor Milton, or you said that by to, to be you're saying that with my name, or do you know Professor Milton? There's no, no, I just said oh, Professor okay. Milton. Yeah, that's the first one. I, I briefly heard you say you're a brown belt. Uh, so and, and I mean, new, we get, we, new brown belt. Yeah, that's okay. We get it. And just to, just to, just to like add on top of that, I meant more yeah. like, like not techniques, but teaching how to teach. Mm -hmm. Like professors, like, hey, I noticed that the classes are more receptive when you do this. Not like yeah. jujitsu, but like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like deliver teach, it, yeah, deliver it in a certain how, way. How do you guys get together on like how to teach, or even take like curriculums, not about moves, but just like I structure it this way, or I. You know, mm -hmm. like, is that like a thing too between professors? Yeah, I have a, I have a really good friend of mine. We are used to be teammates. Now he's in Canada. Um, Rafael Laporta. Uh, I would say monthly, we always uh, chat and he's, he's now with the grappling fighting team. He's in another uh, association, but we share ideas because before, before everything, we are friends, you know? And I think that's the beauty of the growth. Like you'll be able to share curriculums and see what works, what's not, and how to reach more students, how to be able to understanding that what was a passion in the past in the 90s now is a business. And you have to treat it as a business because like you said, Miguel, 
if I don't like that place, F that, bro. I'm get out of here. I'm going to go to another place. So then you cannot say, oh, this guy's a mofo. You know what I mean? Like, no, you got to look into yourself and say, what was my mistake that I couldn't hold that guy here? Yeah. Was my teaching, was my voice, was because my wife didn't kiss me last night and I came so angry or whatever the heck it is. You know what I mean? So I think in the end of the day, you as a professor, if you have the opportunity to just share uh, knowledge, share what you, because especially if the business is going to be not effective because every, everyone nowadays, they want to be right. Everybody wants to be, I want to be such a such. I want to be such a such. No, just be you, man. Just be you be with transparency with your students. The mats don't lie. And that's true. If you don't train, there's somebody that trained more than you. And like, Milton Always. said, the guy's going to knock, knock on your door. <laughs> oh, I'm a black belt from such a, such a country. Oh, <laughs> really? And you cannot say, oh, let me go to the bathroom and stay on the bathroom like for two hours. You got to go back to the mats. Yeah, Kate. You got to train, especially if you're the higher belt. If you're the higher belt on that day, my friend, guess what? Your card is going to pick to the roof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good to hear. And, and I think uh, you're going to get, you know, everybody's gym is going to be different. And that's why there's so many different gyms. Correct. Um, and and if and if you're true to yourself and you're true to your students, then you're going to build a community that's like minded. So you're going to end up having you're doing you know, something right yeah, with 200 right, students yeah. in Miami. Is that what you said? 200 students. I just going to put that number there yeah. okay. because I don't like to talking about numbers. I leave this to my wife because she's the you. one. That, um, it's just like um, I was going to say you're doing something right. You're doing right. something right. You got that you're many doing students. something say, right if you I'll, have that many students. Yeah, let, let me put it this way, right? I don't, don't want to be, I don't want to, because look, this is the first encounter that we have. Uh, yes, you guys probably like didn't go on Google because I'm not in a Google, but you probably guys. Oh, I found you. I found you. <laughs> you guys probably talk to people that know me. I don't like to brag. Uh, I know there's professors that like to brag, but I don't like to brag that my school is this. My school is made for this. My school is going to be like that. I don't like it because guess what? We never know the day of tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is a blessing. Be grateful. So I just put a 200 there as a number because, yes, the facility that we have, uh, we have several classes. Uh, we do have people that I do have like a, a representative for the, the Bay County that he comes like once in 15 days because he's always in Tallahassee with with the, with with all the politicians and he comes and train when he can so i included him in the number yeah so i do have those people that doctors that might be work like overnight shifts and they can only train on a saturdays i do have those count? That, they count yeah it's count we're, so we're I not just focused on the number we're focused on like you've built you a definitely, yeah. you definitely yeah. you're doing community. something right with the philosophies not, and the I'm thing not, that you're saying Correct, Milton. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I have such a... No, bro. I'll, I'll tell you the truth, which is, yes, I do have 200 and plus, but I'll stay like that. And uh, whatever the days that you guys are going to go and you guys can go and see for yourselves, I'm not going to be here like and putting the flag up, you know? Yeah. But yes, I do care for what I, what I do. Uh, it's been 30 years in the making. As a matter of fact, I did 30 years of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu on June 9. Congratulations. When I started my class. Thank you, sir. Uh, I started at June 9, 1992, 3.30 p.m. It was me plus five other white belts. Those five, only three of us stick to jiu-jitsu until this day. You know, the inauguration class, let's say the founding fathers of Nova Geração in Brazil. So go. I was the white belt that didn't quit, man. So why a blue belt should quit, right? Yeah. 
No way, yeah. Jose. And you can't quit at purple belt because purple doesn't sound cooler than, <laughs> than blue. Belt. Brown sounds okay. Uh, you know what I'd, re- I'd really like to hear about? I was We were going to talk about Can I, can I just long... point that out? Sure. You don't. Sure. Just, just to finish it up. You know what? That's my favorite color, man, to be honest with you. Purple. <laughs> to be well, honest. It's I got mean, blue and red. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're, now you know. That's the reason people ask me, hey, what's your favorite color of all belts? And I usually say purple. And they ask me, but why purple, not black? I said, well, because purple, you are in the middle of the way of the journey. And yeah. that's going to yeah. show if you're going to break it or if you're going to take it. Yeah. You're a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a teenager. <laughs> Go ahead, Milton. Tell us, uh, tell us about Ghost Squad. Tell us a little bit about your school. Yeah. How did mm-hmm. you come to be a Carlos Gracia uh, affiliate? But yeah. I, I'm really interested on, on where Ghost Squad yeah. came from. Yeah. So basically... I would say when Toko and Rodrigo gave me the opportunity to teach another generation, I was a, I was a blue belt, you know, and that's another point that I want to mention. You guys today are so lucky. You guys don't have no idea. Today, you open in your new speed, bro, you can have like 500 moves a day in jiu-jitsu, right? Easy. My time, bro, we didn't have YouTube. We didn't have WhatsApp. We didn't have none of that. Guess what? You go to a tournament. The guy's going to record on a VHA's ass, the little big cassette field. You're going to see your fight three months after. God bless his soul. His name is Paqueta. He was one of the black belts from Carson Gracie Sr. God bless his soul either. But anyway, that time, 1992, I started 94. Yeah, 94. I would say, okay, 93. Uh, they, they started to give me an opportunity to teach, right? And then, uh, you know, that time I was just helping the classes and things like that. And I met this guy named Ricardo Hibas, which is a designer. You know, he used to do skill, skills as uh, printing, you know, in Brazil. And then he came up to me, hey, I can do your logo. I said, what is that? Look at how naive I was. I said, what is that? A logo, the, logo, the same logo that Nova Generation have, the baby with the diapers. With yeah. the black belt. So I can make one for you. And I said, yeah, sure, why not? So he make a logo. And like I said, guys, that time we were so amateurs. We didn't know about logo, branding. I didn't know none of that, right? So after reading a lot of books, and then I started to navigate on that. But guess what? He asked me, what's your favorite design? And I said, dude, if I don't have a logo, if I don't know what a logo is, can you imagine a design? I don't know what the crap is that. So, well, you picture something that you want to be associated with your name. So we're talking about 1993. He's already teaching me to marketing myself without I even notice. Then I used to watch the Mystery Machine. Remember Mystery Machine, Shaggy, Scooby-Doo? Oh, yeah, Scooby-Doo. And then Scooby-Doo, at that yeah. time, all the logos from the main gyms was like sharks with the black belts and the, the, the Frankenstein with the black belts, you know what I mean, lions. And I didn't like that, you know, because I, I was coming from a a logo that has a baby. So I want to keep it that lineage. I want to keep it that philosophy because both of my professors, they got a black belt on the Carson Gracie senior, yeah. right? So Carson has the, the two bulldogs, but then they decides to make a baby because we are 16, 15 at that time. We we're young. So they said, well, you guys going to be the new generation of jiu-jitsu uh, crew here in Leblon, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And I said, okay. Then I told him I like ghosts. Because it's kind of like a, a childish thing and then scare people, but doesn't harm people. You know what I mean? And that's something mysteriously. Yeah. And then he designed a very draft raw ghost, right? And with my name on it. And I kind of like, like it, but I, you know, and then it was a black and white. 
And then the years pass and he said, oh, you know what? Time to upgrade your, your logo. Let's put some color on it so we can make a shirt, a patch or something, right? So my soccer team in Brazil is Flamengo, which is the color's <laughs> name. Yeah. My professor, right? my professor is a fanatic. Flamengo, yeah. Okay, good. Red and, so red, red and black. black. So he's a good person. <laughs> he's a good person. So yeah. red and black was the colors of my team. So I decided to associate the ghost with the red. Sure enough, I read a book that mentioned that uh, yellow and red are the main colors. And that's why you guys have the yellow on the, goal, on the logo. And I can tell you guys that uh, that, that was the most attracting uh, coloring. You know, when the people put in the eyes, it's yellow or red. Meanwhile, the arch from the famous hamburger company, it's that colors. You know, they have the red mm -hmm. and they have the yellow mixed it up. So I didn't know about that. So years pass, the ghost is starting to take a format. And then instead of to be Michelle Porfirio Pereira, which is my name, I decided to put a ghost squad. And guys, in, 2000 and, in 2008, when I tried to open the gym, I tried to open with the Nova Geraso name, but my partners, they're kind of like, oh, that name is so, so. And then we went to a, 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 um, a big gym name up north. We tried to open up, but we are too close to another affiliation that you have. And then um, on, on, on that scenario, one of the partners, he told us, no, no, we want to have a, a school on that area. Because that was more like West Kendall, you know, for people that are familiar with the West Kendall, we're kind of like 35 minutes away from South Beach, I'll say 45 with the Miami traffic. I grew up on 88 and 107. Candle Drive in 107. That's right. You're right on the heart of a candle. Bro. That's where my tax accountant up. lives. So, so long story short, um, we're trying to associate with this big gym, you know, because I want to be under like at least a lineage of the Carson Gracie. That's where I come from. That's my bread and that's my my breed. That's what I come from, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, and then when I, and they did it, they for some reason uh, the the deal could not be closed out. So on the way back, me and my friend which is, I told you guys, was five friends of us that started in jiu-jitsu and still in jiu-jitsu this day, three of us. One is Alexandre Puga Pimentel, which is, he, he runs the elite martial arts in, in the Light Point House. And Kiko, which is in China. Pulga. He was Pulga. with me at that Pulga. time. Oh, he's Pulga, right? Pulga. Huh? Pulga. He's, uh, he comes to, he goes, he knows our professor. He knows yeah, my professor. They're friends. He comes to the gym on, on the weekends. They once train in a while. there. They train there too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Pulga Plata. You guys make now, Pogo Plata, now you guys make me jealous now. Don't say that. <laughs> that breaks my heart. I'm too far away from them. But long story short, Miguel, Milton, Bo, what happened was, since we couldn't close that deal, on the way back, my friend Kiko said, why don't we open Carson Gracie? Because uh, I, uh, that year, I was in Carson Gracie Temecula, teaching for Carson Gracie Jr. That's how the whole association and migration and mingle with Carson Gracie came up. because. I was teaching from junior there in Temecula, and then I got this proposal to open up a school in West Kendall to come back to Kendall because I was in Kendall prior. And then Kiko inside of the car said, why don't we open a Carson Gracie? And then it looks like those two guys there on the car, when they hear Gracie name, they kind of like, Bing! <laughs> and that's about uh, it. And, uh, can, you, again, can you guess who the, uh, the other association was? <laughs> Oh. He's under Toko. He trained with Toko. Yeah. We know. Yeah. I think we know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Because that well, was my school before. <laughs> no, well, it's not that one. I know what I already read your mind. It's uh, not that one. Okay. It's another one. All right. Okay. 
But uh, let's keep uh, the program going so far so good because it's amazing conversation right now. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. No, no, no. Can I answer? <laughs> how, do you, how do you say ghost in Portuguese? Fantasma. Oh, fantasma. Oh, it's almost like Spanish. Fantasma. Well, it's Latin, bro. It's Latin. Esquadrão Fantasma. Squad Esquadrão. Esquadrão. Fantasma. Yeah. And you guys be surprised because when I when I was putting Carson Grace in Miami slash Ghost Squad BJJ team was most likely to register my students under the IBJJF. So that way, because Carson Gracie Jr. is super famous with his association. He has, I don't know, maybe like 120 plus associations all over the world. So for he understand and for he knows who is who under my team, it could take a delay for get authorization for the IBJJF ID cards. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was, uh, I was guided by one of my students that actually was working for IBJJF to say, professor, why don't you register Ghost Squad affiliated with Carson Gracie team? So that way it's easy for we track down. So we don't need to send emails and text messages to Junior. We go straight up to you. Bing. That's why I registered Ghost Squad BJJ team. And guess what? Back then at that time, my friend, I got so many backlashes for other places, other gyms. Oh, Ghost Squad, what a tacky name. Oh, this is not going to go nowhere. You know, who's a ghost squad? Oh, yeah. this just Brazilian. He thinks he's kind of like just because he's Brazilian. You know, that time I was a third yeah. degree belt. That time, yes, I was nobody. I was teaching a warehouse in Kendall, uh, but I was happy. You know, I was happy because I was be able to provide my student, my students the care and the knowledge that accumulated over the years, you know? Yeah. And then uh, I guess you probably guys saw a story tells by himself. Then the team is starting to grow. And then we actually... Uh, uh, our students fight on their go on their on the Carson Gracie team because of that because Ghost Squad is associated with the Carson Gracie team. Of course, you know having the blessing of Carson Gracie Jr. is magical. You know because his father, God rest his soul, in 2006 when he passed away, Jr. took the responsibility to run the association. And man, it takes a toll because I do have my. I do have a couple of other associates with me. You know, the recently one was uh, Professor John Way with John Way Martial Arts. John Super Way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For me, that's that was the most asset because he's so knowledgeable. He's so talented. He's so understandable for many things. Very successful. Jim very nice. Five one. Very nice guy. So for me, it's not me that giving something for him. No, he actually gave me something that just added knowledge and understanding, right? So, and, and, and be able to organize like association and to make sure everything run properly and correctly, it takes time because everybody, like we talked about 37, probably like 27 minutes ago, everybody has their own mentality. <laughs> everybody wants to do it's certain really things. Specific. I want to do, do that way. I want to do this way. I want, yeah. That's fine. Hey, listen, if you don't comply with, uh, with what we have here, you're totally good to free on your own. But that's I, I, what, I, what I don't want. I used to have a student that used to drive to my gym. And man, you know how many gyms I passed by to your gym? You know, the traffic, mm. you know? And then I said, dude, if you complain it's too much to go to my gym, if you have like three, four, five gyms to come to my gym, why are you coming here to complain? Just stop in the first gym five minutes away from your house and you're going to be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm on that point. I am on that point. I want to facilitate people's life, especially if you live in the good terms, you know, mm -hmm. um, I want to facilitate as much as you can. I want you happy because if you're happy, I'm happy. But uh, the Ghost Squad came with that idea, you know, uh, a little logo that Ricardo Ribas created in 1993. 
and then upgrade to up through the years. Uh, today, I, I probably gonna have to put like white gear on the ghost because yeah. it's getting old. <laughs> not flying too ghosts, high anymore. Ghosts, ghosts are already old. What are you talking about? Yeah, ghosts They're are already eternal. old. Eternal. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just I'm happy, man, because uh, uh, I, I kind of like banded a lot of people that doubt themselves when they when I put the name. I kind of like banded a lot of people when they could not understand me. Oh, I'm not gonna. And it's funny because a lot of people that not believe on me, they end up migrate to the team, you know, and they end up defending the team for many years ahead. You know what I'm saying? It winds and up becoming then, about the jujitsu. It's not about the name. It's or not the logo about the name. Or, it's, not, it's, it's about not, the jujitsu and the community Listen, that's, you, that's created in the gym. I think the first thing in a gym, the first thing in a jujitsu school is the atmosphere, right? You can, you can have an atmosphere to attract knuckleheads. You can have an atmosphere to attract good people because i believe likes likes attracts likes mm. right so if i like certain things and that guy likes too we're going to be attracted but if he tends to go for another route that's okay for him yeah. you know i wish him the best i don't want to i don't want him feel that uh, you know i have any grudges or nothing like that but i'm going to respect it because that's, that's your opinion. we we do we do have in the history like many many teams that uh they're a powerhouse and all of a sudden they fractal they kind of like they crumble and then they make another team and they got stronger together as as the happening. new wave and the b team right now who like uh like gordon ryan how he separated from his brother yeah. and now and now that the, the, expected that gordon ryan it's kind of like and bro, his brother guy, like uh, separated who, who expected that you know what i'm saying yeah now, but you know they look happy I, yeah they look happy and guys, they look great at the end of the day you guys want to go home, put your head on the pillow and say, man, I have a hell of a day today. You know what I mean? I'm happy. I'm doing what I love. I don't bother nobody else. Nobody bothers me. And then if they bother you, just just change your route. It's kind of like a river, out. right? You see the river? Yeah. The river goes straight. When I see the rock, what they do? They go around and yeah. they keep going on the course, man. There's no problem with That's that. That's how I live my life. Me too, bro. Trust me. Me too. F that rock, bro. I'm going around. Let's get into uh, let's get into some of our final questions. We do a little bit of like a speed round here at the end. Thank you to DD214 Fightwear, gear for patriotic rollers. Visit their website, dd214bjj.com, and get 15% off your online order with code JJD. And check them out on Instagram at dd214 underscore fightwear. Thank you to Feito IT and AV, specializing in commercial and residential automation, security cameras, CCTV, POS, and more. Check them out at feitoitav.com or call 305-428-2515 and let them know the dummy sent you. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram, too. At My Neutral Zone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium Jiu-Jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. 
The crew at the BJJ Box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. All of us here at the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies would like to thank the entire crew over at Flow and Roll for their tremendous support. They're renowned for their incredible t-shirt designs, and they've got something for everyone. Flow and Roll quickly rose up to become the premier custom apparel provider for academies, big or small, throughout the United States. Shoot them an email about your custom order, flowandroll at gmail.com, and they'll be more than happy to get you hooked up. Check them out on Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll for samples of their gi and no gi kits. They conveniently offer flexible payment options, too. Head over to flowandroll.com for more details, and while you're there, pick up a Jujitsu Dummy signature tee, now exclusively at flowandroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your online purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or geese with code JJD. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're going to ask you about six or seven different questions. All right? You yeah. can elaborate if you want. Uh, but uh, we're going to go down this list uh, real quick. Yeah. Okay, so what is your preference when you're training, gi or no gi? Gi. Gi. Takedown or pull guard? What's your favorite? Takedown. Okay. Now, do you, we didn't ask earlier, do you have you compete? You know, tell us about your you know, competition well, experience. Yeah. You know. yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I was having a pretty steady year uh, before I moved. Um, I be able to achieve mm, second in pens in 2020, uh, I would say. And then, um, then I ended up fighting my last one, Miami Open, um, when we did at the Hilton Hotel. And then I ended up hurting my knee pretty bad. Oh. Got to a point that I got to see three doctors and they said that I only have one string holding my knee. Mm. Surgery is scheduled for the next day. I said, no, no. So I'm trying to recover from that. Uh, I started to train lightly here in Colorado. The altitude helps a lot. Trust me, guys, your lungs become like a fire. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, yeah, right now I have to lay low a little bit, the competition aspect. I love competes. I enjoy compete. As a matter of fact, when I go to compete, man, it looks like that's the happiest day of my life, to be <laughs> honest with you. Because first of all, I'm going to do something that I do every day, right? I, I Hunting, I don't know, because I never hunt. So I could be scared as a cat, right? But uh, competing is something that it makes me feel joy because I can see my friends. I can put myself like on the line. And I don't have, I mean, to be honest, at this point, man, it's 47 fun. years old, I don't have nothing to prove anymore. I just prove it to my daughter that uh, daddy can do that age. When you've reached our son at age that you want to compete, go ahead, do it, baby. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll love to go back again. But I think now is. I got to lay low a little bit to take care of business, you know, like uh, make sure the gym run properly. The program is properly, but I'll hopefully I can see you guys in, in, in September at the, at the world's masters. It'll be a lovely man to see you guys over there. You know what I mean? Very see good. if I can make it again. Do you, do you, I, I, I'm going to assume, I'm going to almost assume that the answer is going to be no, but let's talk about it. Students and competing. Do you push your hmm. students to compete? Or is it just kind of whatever their choice, you know, kind of stand back if they ask and they want to do it, they do it. Or is it kind of like mandatory or do you push? 
Milton, based on my experience, Milton, Miguel, Bo, like you guys are here on the show. And uh, for everybody that's listened to it, like based on my experience, I don't push. I don't demand. And you can ask in every... You can get your phone after the show and send them a message. Hey, does Buyu ever force you, told you, mandatory you to compete? And I can tell you straight up from the bottom of my heart, I never did that. Since day one, since 2008 when I opened the gym, my gym was never for a competition. Mind you, I was teaching police officers. I was teaching state troopers, firefighters, because the, the region, the, the demographics that I have, I specifically chose that demographic Because I want to target people that I kind of like wants to do jujitsu for pleasant, wants to do jujitsu for a well-being, mental mm. health. That time already thinking because man, those guys have a stressful jobs, right? So they be on the road protecting service. You know what I'm saying? So I was on that route. The competition aspect came once one student and two students starting to compete, and then and migrate to the group that actually wants you. Yes. Yeah. To this day, nobody's obligated to compete from the Ghost Squad team, but uh, whoever will, they're going to have the proper training. That's for sure. That's Start true. with the takedown because that's two points. Don't put your two butt on point. the ground. <laughs> yeah, push point. Push point. Push point. Do you? Or do you? I think you might have mentioned this before, but do you watch a lot of jujitsu when you're not on the mats? Are you the guy that's watching every flow and roll on a Friday? Are you watching UFCs or studying tape? Is that, you is that the kind of person that you are? Yeah. I, Are you well, a fan I, outside of teaching? Man, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm besides a besides an educator. I, I I don't think I can even consider myself a professor because that's a high standard for a guy that has a college degree, master's degree, bachelor's degree. I, I consider myself an educator, right? So if I can educate my students to be a better person on the mats in all general aspect, respectfully, uh, technically, mental prepare for the outside world. That's what I have to do. Go over videos and tapes and, you know, my students constantly, constantly send me. And, and I just want to say this on the air. Guys, I apologize if I didn't catch up you guys this whole week because Papa Buyu is very busy with the gym. But usually I get on the weekends when I have a little bit of spare time, I go over moves, I go over tournaments, I go over competitions. If it's live and I'm not there, yes, I'm 100% watching every single match of every single my student. I text them directly, WhatsApp, text message, whatever the web that they have in their hands to explain it to the, hey, you make, you you want this match, but be careful with your left side because you're passing with your hips too high. The guy's going to replace the guard. You know, he might be don't thinking about it because he just won, right? But I'm on the other side of the world and watching what is next for the next fight. The guy that he just fought, he he lost, but the guy that fought before him is watching his match. So he better be watch out because he might be going to make that mistake and the guy's going to catch you. Oh, I know he doesn't like takedown. He pulled guard. I go straight to the shot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So yes, I do watch videos. I do watch uh, 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 DMs that they send it to me through the other uh, platform. Uh, I go over, I explain it to them. Some of them, it's kind of like sketchy because uh, they usually send, uh, the guys meet 45s. They barely can put the foot like all the way to the head. They kind of like send me the videos and then it kind of like, can I do this professor? I say, uh, try to work in your stretching first and then you're going to be able to do like a, a, gummy cho a gummy choke, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, take it easy. You're not a Rotolo Brothers yet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit, those guys are flexible.
So I, I had a question and it just flew out of my mind. Um, Sorry, man. I, I get I, no. I get inside of your brain. I get no, inside no, of your no, brain. No, no, no. So what, what we were saying. He's a uh, ghost. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, no, I had, I had like a follow up to something that you had said, and now I it escaped me. You but were, you were asking about you were asking about like first you asking about the ghost, then you asking about the gi, then you asking about like uh yeah yeah how, no no I know where I I know where I am question wise, but I had uh -huh. a you had said something and I was going to expand on that. I'll uh, it escapes me now, but I'll remember. But uh, so uh, so you do watch your students? Do you watch like do you watch the flow? grapplings and things like that too for, for fun yeah i just yeah. want to mention the name because i don't know if it's yeah. going to interview a few guys but no, uh no yeah i do i do watch like uh, if is that okay i can say the yeah, other yeah, yeah no no yeah okay. no worries because yeah I, I mean not the world that we live nowadays i don't know how everybody you know no, we can bleep it out if we don't like it yeah all right good. All <laughs> i like that just don't flip it out what i said no, please no, we wouldn't <laughs> Let we me wouldn't here. uh well i do i do watch the the fight twins i do watch the flow grappling I even catch myself watching wrestling tournaments, man. Like, cause, yeah. cause uh, some of the things like can be very useful, you know, for jujitsu. But my, 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 my vision of the sport it is like this, right? If you can start with two points and mentally defeat your opponent because now he needs to rush, why are you gonna pull guard? Oh, because I like it. Okay, that's fine. But if the guy is a little quicker than you and touch your leg and you go on the butt on the ground, don't complain about it because then you can get a penalty, right? So. Yes, I do watch those things, and and always I'm aware that every six months IBJJF changing the rules because I want to make sure give it the fastest updates to my students. One question that pop up like, "Oh, professor, can I choke with my belt?" To say, "Yeah, you could choke with your belt." I saw that the other day. The, uh, I didn't the, even know you could oh, do just that. Because the, the assassin just because choke, huh? The assassin choke, and yes, you can yes. do it as long as your belt is still attached to you. Yes, as long as your belt's attached. Oh, I didn't know that. You never asked. Yeah. If or, you ever ask, now can now, you use their belt? No. No. Can you use the, you can no, use your own belt you to choke belt, as long yeah. as it's still on. As long as it's yeah. attached to your body. Now you understand when the people comes to the belt at the gym, which is like two inches. Now you understand why it has to be eight inches because yeah. of that. So you see those guys that buy a very tiny belt, so they can be easy for they untangle uh, and they let, well, let it loose. Now they're not gonna do that anymore. Oh, so you're saying it's got to be longer at the yeah, end? Yeah. Now, now you got guys showing up. They're they wear an A2, but they'll wear an A4 belt because <laughs> they want to because they want to take your back, uh, and then and, they they uh, want to do the assassin choke. I'm on gonna you. tell. I saw the video it's just the other like, day. Dude, the buggy choke. Who? So, would, so I saw the video the other day for the first time. I saw the first. Oh uh, yeah. Competition yeah. footage of somebody choking the assassin yeah. choke. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, like can you do that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you could never come up. But, but listen, maybe because what, what Miguel said in the past, like, I, I, I'm doing this game, I'm playing on the bottom, but, you know, I'm kind of like, I need to have something that I can be making my opponent aware that if he comes next to me, I have something for him. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now you can have something for him with your own belt. Even if the guy on the side control, you can still choke him with the belt. Ah, yeah. people don't know that. They think just like on your... On your north south, or maybe like when you're crucifix. No, even even if the guy is in your side control, there's a way that you can choke with it's your like own base, belt. Baseball choke. It's kind of like yeah. almost like mm. you know. I see mm, that. Look being at you, Mute already thinking. Mute already yeah. thinking. Oh. I, I like the north south. I like to be north yeah. south a lot. So that belt is right near their head. Yes, sir. You know, depending on where Absolutely. I drop. There yeah, we go. Dude, got some Don't be surprised if the guy pass out on top of you like. <laughs> yeah. We got a we got a lot of a lot of lapel pullers in my school. 
So as soon as they touch you, they're yanking your gi out of your belt immediately. <laughs> <laughs> when somebody does that to me, I just go, I let them do it. I say, get take ahead. Let's get this done. Yeah, I don't, I don't weigh, I don't weigh as much as you do. <laughs> yeah, just step on the head. Don't you ever do that again. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> So, Professor, do you have a favorite competitor? Is there somebody that you really like to watch that you try not to miss their masters? Uh, or, or for sure. Or, well, for sure, Mika Galvão is being bringing my attention because he's young. He's on his prime. Uh, uh, Tainá Dalpra, he also, like, very impressive. Man, I love a yeah, like AOJ's um, producing. When when Felipe Pena competes, I can I can see the versatility of I can tell that his game is very involved. Um, who else? Uh, Ronaldo Jr. I like I like the way that he I like his style. Reminds me Terere. Fernando Terere reminds me a lot, like the way that he started his, his fights. Uh, Pedro Diaz. Pedro Diaz is one of the black belts that now I'm with Carson Gracie Jr which is I have a pleasure to start off with him in Santa Marta in one of the slums in Brazil. So uh, I like to watch him a lot too, you know. Uh, I think like as far as like uh, whoever has a game that's very wide open, you know, I, I admire a lot. You know, I don't like people that actually stalling too much. Like I said, when, when I started Jiu-Jitsu, there are only five moves and I can barely learn two. So today you guys have like a freaking encyclopedia of jiu-jitsu. You guys can probably like be the whole day on the internet and learn the whole book of jiu-jitsu, mm -hmm. but nothing going to replace like watching a, a really good match that two guys, uh, they want, I mean, I'll say, I'll say as far as black belts, those are the ones that guys that I, I try to watch it. And I try to pick and pick a couple of things that they do when they fighting, you know what I mean? Have you seen uh, just recently how how Nicholas Marigali has like really opened his game up? I think after I think one of the things that he realized when he when he migrated to the DreamArt team, I think uh, Isaac Bayensi probably told him, "This is me saying, right? I'm trying to I'm trying to Twilight Zone right now and be on that." room with both of those guys if you keep doing the same things that you're doing that you did it before people are going to telegraph your game so you need to be more more opening you know you need yeah. to be you need to risk a little bit more you know um and i think watching leandro low too it's a, it's a very exciting love that guy uh, i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure this last world something must be happening with his ribs that he couldn't perform it the way that he wants to, but gracefully he was be able to win the absolute, you know what I mean? So that, yeah, I think that's the, that, that's something that uh, came up gracefully for him. You know, Meragali really, it's another one that uh, watching him fighting. And I think now that he migrates to, uh, to, to Texas, I mean, to be able to understanding more than no gi game. Yeah. I think he's going to, he's going to cause some furor next year for sure. He I looked, won't say this year yet, but next year that's definitely, he looked really good. He's yeah. still, he's still like his collar sleeve is like nobody else's, but like he, he has just opened up really. Yeah. And, and, and I think because of his length of his arm, he's yeah. so long, he applied really well. The, the loop choke we call Rodado. So he applied really good that and people, get by surprise i mean yeah, people if they don't keep an eye on it especially if you like to pass with a lot of pressure with your head down you're gonna weight. go nine nights real quick you're gonna go nine nights really quick you got that guy in the absolute division real quick and real in the quick. guard and he goes to the left side too so it's like you don't even oh. think about it 
You see, well, because he gave it to him on the side. It's kind of like a bait. So that's one of the, look, uh, when we started the, the, the podcast, like on the minute eight or minute 12, it was something related with the armbar that I told you guys, you can't telegraph that you're going for the armbar because the guy's going to do what? He's going to retract the armbar. If you have something to fishing, to baiting him, and then he can give it the arm easily, that's pretty much like what the loop choke does or a baseball choke does, or even like the assassin choke does. You think you are good in a position on your side, but last thing that you know, you have your neck all tangled up. You know what I mean? I got you. All right, so I have our next question. Go ahead. Milton. What is your ultimate goal in the world of jujitsu? Where do you see yourself in 20 or 30 years? Man, it's a, that's a really difficult question. I just want to have longevity. I just want to have like, a, you know, days ahead that I can be able to provide to my students, to the people that approach, to the people that want to talk, talk about everything, talking about books, talking about, you know, podcasts, talking about like, uh, uh, what podcast should I listen to it? You know what I mean? Like, what book should I listen, read into it? You know what I mean? So, uh, and then just be on the mats and training, you know, if God willing, I can do that as the day that I could not be walking on the mats. That's going to be, I think, one of my saddest day, you know? Well, of course, besides your kids go to college, that's the saddest day ever, you know what I mean? But uh, not be able to be on the mats and, you know, play jujitsu. you know? I'm not saying fighting anymore. I say play jujitsu. I think that's going to be my, 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 my goal. You know, if that's how I see myself in the next 10, 15, 20 years, if it's possible. Okay. That's good. Oh, it is. Last a, question. It's a very important question. Mm-hmm. I'll let you take a sip. Go ahead. Do you, or do you not wash your jujitsu belt? Ooh, what an important question. You know what? Once a week I do wash it. Because you know what? I have at least like, a, I don't know, I have probably like eight, eight black belts. So I always have one on a spare, you know, and my mom always take the belt and she wash it. And sometimes she doesn't, doesn't tell me, but I know when the belt shrink a little bit and then I put that on the side. Yeah. Uh, Is that what happened? Well, and, I was able to do that choke last week. But you know week, what? Right? I didn't expect that, but as the age that I'm at, I'm fortunate to have a, a sponsor that actually send me gifts, and they usually send me an extra belt too. Okay, nice, that's awesome. Shout those right. sponsors out. Yeah, so let's uh, let's Who give you a minute. It? Go ahead and and say hello to anybody you want to say hello to, or yeah, shout list? out any sponsors. Take, yeah, pull well, that list out, right? Pull that list I can't. Out. I can't. Well, I'm gonna try to make it short. I cannot think enough. Of course, starting from the top, uh, the Gracie family, because. I mean, without them, man, I, trust me, listen, I know there's some things happening that are in the outside world that people say American jiu-jitsu and Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you know, like I get that. I understand that. I respect that. But we can't, we can't dilute the art. We can't dilute the technique. We can't dilute the authenticity of who brought this sport to the surface of Brazil coming from Belém do Pará and migrate to Rio and teaching Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to six brothers and be able to, the brothers develop like many fighters, many competitors, you know? We come in from an era that uh, the mats are made by like uh, the rice, stick rice and the cover of the mats were made by the pants that you guys are wearing today. We only have like three brands of geese back then. We can't thank enough to the Gracie family. Of course, like I have to go to my side, the lineage of Carson Gracie and then Token Rodrigo, that be able to 
showed jujitsu to me. And then today I live, I breathe, I talk, I see, I act jujitsu all the time in my house, outside of my house. And without that, I won't be able to provide to my family. And most of all, I won't be able to provide to my son. Something that uh, for me, if it was not because of jujitsu, I will say this in the open air right now, I could be I could be a literally a drug dealer because I have many opportunities to go to the wrong side of the life because the neighborhood that I was living, everything was so easier because it was an upscale neighborhood. And we had people that actually were coming from the favelas selling drugs and things like that. And you get like mesmerized when somebody comes to you and say, hey, I'll give you 300 bucks if you deliver this package through two doors down because I can go down to the slums because if I go, I get shot. You know what I mean? So I thankful for jujitsu. I thankful for Token Rodrigo and all the masters, all the professors that gave me an opportunity. Uh, I cannot thank enough to Ricardo Liborio because the time that Ricardo Liborio was at the Pride with Minotauro and Minotoro, he made a vote on his gym and the students actually picked up on me to be the guide leader of his students in Barra da Tijuca in Brazil. Thank you to Ricardo Liborio for that. Thank you for Rogério Lelo. It's a black belt from Carson Grace in Brazil. He teaches in a Carson Grace in Nova Iguaçu. We are very good friends. He used to come to the gym in the morning when I was a blue belt, didn't know about jiu-jitsu. He used to show me a couple of extra moves. You know, Maneco, it's another Carson Gracie black belt. You know, Lucine Claudio, which is open opportunity for, we have jiu-jitsu in our gym. Unfortunately, they don't have the gym anymore in Brazil. But uh, besides them, you know, Marcelo Chupeta, which is like a guy that uh, sponsored me through Toco because he put me on the, the, the team of the clothing line. Um, and nowadays, I'm very grateful to have Atama, which is a, a very 100% original company from Brazil, semi the geese and uniforms and things like that. I'm very grateful for them. And I cannot thank enough to my students, man, because without them, there's no Buyu, there's no Ghost Squad, there's no existence of myself whatsoever in the surface of this planet. So thank you to every single one. I'll be three podcasts here, probably naming every single one. <laughs> but I, I really want to say thank you to my uh, main guy right now, uh, my CEO right now, Jose Pita, my black belt that he's running. He's a black belt first degree. He's running my, my gym in Miami when I'm here in Colorado in this endeavor. So shout out to him. Thank you so much for him to be holding alongside with uh, Jacobo Passoquinha, which is my, my brown belt. Passoquinha is uh, the peanut butter that you buy in a Brazilian store. If you go to the Brazilian store, say, I want I want a bag of Passoca because Boo, you told me to get a Passoca here. It's a peanut Passoca. butter. Yeah, you can put it in your shakes. It's I'm pretty sorry, good. I'm so sorry. when he moved it to my gym, it looks like a little Passoca. So that's why I give it a <laughs> <laughs> So those two guys, man, they hold really good for it. Uh, and then everyone that actually there in the mornings and the afternoons, you know, because without them, this is not going to be possible. This project is not going to be possible. So, and I hopefully to help more people, man, you know, whoever coming across, help him out with jujitsu in a good word. I remember my question and you said it a bunch of times. Where did your yeah. nickname come from? You keep on saying, Boo, you, yeah. that's your mm -hmm. Instagram handle. Right. That's your nickname. Agreed. Tell us where that's that came my, from. Yeah. And you got to see it. I got to tell this. I used to be a DJ, right? So I'll tell, <laughs> I'll tell a little about this. So Buyu, I was I was in the blonde walking, going to the beach. My dad used to be a doorman in a, in a building, right? So first time I went to the beach and then I see this tall guy coming across the street and he pointed at me and said, that's Buyu. He looks like Buyu. He, his face is like Buyu. And I kind of like, what this guy is saying, man? I don't know this guy. Kind of like, 
throwing nicknames on me. He has another friend with him. Now I was going to the beach. I surf. That night when I came home, I tried boo. Who's boo? Boo. So my dad used to watch a show. Still nowadays, the show called Praça Nossa, which is like a, a kind of like a similarity with uh, with the Saturday Night Live show. Okay, it's like a funny show. It's a funny show, but they make funny of like they make jokes about the politicians in Brazil. Yeah. They make funny about like how it's topical. It's so depleted. The, the, everything about Brazil, they make funny on the show, right? Yeah. So Carlos Carlos Alberto de Nobrica, which is the host, he sits on the bench. We read the newspaper. One day he was driving around and then he saw this this kid selling candies at the light. So he came up to me to him and he said, "Hey, uh, do you have a job?" And he said, "No, that's my job. I sell candies to support." I think that time Buyu has like a seven brothers or thirteen brothers, something like that. He's like a a poor kid living on the street, but I didn't have the hair like that. You know what I mean? My hair was short, and then it was like the first encounter that man this guy just nicknamed me, me a character of the show because Carlos Alberto de Nobrega ended up hiring Buyu to on the end of the show give it a speech to what the politicians should do what the government should do to don't have many kids at the light selling candies or jiggling the balls and stuff like that so then last thing that you know when Toko Rodrigo opened a school they already have it my nickname already as Buyu right years passed. friends came up to me hey hey can i ask a tough question i say yeah is your name buyu for real i said dude really mm -hmm. do you think my mom is gonna name me buyu no bro my name is michelle no because everybody call you buyu everywhere so i think your name was buyu so it becomes like a muscle memory type of thing then in 2001 a friend of mine uh he used to train with us christian uh he used to and now he owns a muay thai club in barra da tijuca in brazil with his brother so uh he was a host in a in a in a nightclub, and uh, his partner was Bruno, which is uh, his brother, a uh, very famous uh, singer from High Mundos, a rock band in Brazil. They started to have these parties every Thursday, hip hop, and we're talking about 2000 and 2001. Hip hop in Brazil was a booming, right? And then one of my friends became really good friends. He actually sponsored me afterwards. He has a company called Tug Nine. Uh, he was DJ the whole night, but gets around three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. He said, I don't want to do that anymore because it's too tiring. So I said, Christian, would you mind if I go starting to DJ? I said, do you know how to DJ? I said, well, I have an okay taste for music and I know he played hip hop and that's something that I like it. I said, I can try, bro. I didn't have no turntables, <laughs> no players. I, did, I just, I started to go in a store in Panama called Viper. Uh, and and burning CDs, renting CDs and burning CDs and music and underground hip hop and mainstream hip hop. And I started to take it. So long story short, I started to be a guest after three o'clock in the morning when the dance floor was down. Then I build up, I build up, I build up. Last thing that you know, I won't stop playing until seven, eight o'clock in the morning. They got to a point that the bodyguards used to tell the owner, hey, can you tell this guy to stop because we need to go home? <laughs> the club in Brazil opens at 11, but the dance floor doesn't get heat up until one, two o'clock in the morning because Brazilians like to party. I don't know if you guys know that. We know. <laughs> that's like and Miami. Then, that's, yeah, sort of it, sort of it. And then I started DJ everywhere, man. I did raves. I did uh, uh, private parties and at that time, people would say, oh, we got to get an artistic name. I said, what? No, bro, just put Buyu. 
I said, no, bro, Buyu is too much like jujitsu because you come from jujitsu. Man, what are the best thing? Look at me that time, not even no marketing. I already marketed myself. <laughs> I said, dude, if people from jujitsu like hip hop and go to the club and my name is associated, guess what? They're going to come. That's a new and, crowd. And yeah. That's the crowd. As a matter of fact, the Saulo Ribeiro, I'm never going to forget that. He likes the music from Tupac or Tug Mansion. And George Brito, too, a good friend of mine that's in Canada, both of them, they like Tug Mansion. Bro, every time I play that music, those guys go crazy. So it was a good time. I make a lot of good friends. I, uh, when I left Brazil in 2005, I stopped in DJ. I, 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 I DJ in Miami at the club called, uh, not a club, a restaurant, uh, a hotel actually called the Satai mm -hmm. in Ocean, uh, Ocean Beach. So I did a couple of times. It was more like a lounge. I was trying to throwing some Brazilian beats, you know, bossa nova type of thing. But then uh, what happened was like, there has a French guy uh, with, the, I think he was the main guy from the kitchen. Every time I was to play like some bossa nova, he didn't like it for some reason. <laughs> so he used to come and yell at me, oh, you got to take this. And I look at him, little French guy. I said, man, I can make you an croissant in five seconds. dude. <laughs> but I'm not, okay, I'll put the volume down. You know, but then uh, that was about it. Then when I opened the gym, I had to really stop and DJ because it was a was a big drive for me. And I was teaching morning classes and to be there, do the dual job over there was a little difficult. Yeah. But that's, now you have it. Now you know. Thank you. Well, DJ Booyah. Yeah. DJ Booyah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll make I'll make a mixtape for you guys. When I have a <laughs> do it. <laughs> I'll take, All right, I'll take the old school hip hop. Thank you so much. Like I said, stick around. We're going to take some pictures with you. But thank you thank so you much for coming on. Next time you're back in Miami, let us know. Give us some advance notice maybe in a couple of months when you know you're going to be here. Let us know and we'll have you come in. That's right. Thank you, sir. Get some rolls in. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram too, at MyNeutralZone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at the BJJ Box. All of us here at the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies would like to thank the entire crew over at Flow and Roll for their tremendous support. They're renowned for their incredible t-shirt designs and they've got something for everyone. Flow and Roll quickly rose up to become the premier custom apparel provider for academies, big or small, throughout the United States. Shoot them an email about your custom order, flowandroll at gmail.com, and they'll be more than happy to get you hooked up. Check them out on Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll for samples of their gi and no gi kits. They conveniently offer flexible payment options too. Head over to flowandroll.com for more details, and while you're there, pick up a Jujitsu Dummy signature tee, now exclusively at flowandroll.com. 
And remember, you'll get 20% off your online purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or geese with code JJD. All right, everybody. Very cool. Fun guest. DJ. Lots of stories. You. We probably could have gone for hours. Yeah. We definitely got to have him Well, he's going to come yeah. down here. Yeah, yeah. We definitely got to have it's him It's going to be on. dope. Yeah, he would be really fun in, in-house. Yeah. Uh, super. A lot yeah, of energy. Yeah. Man. Great like, energy on him. Yeah, definitely. Like, he would be a great part of a roundtable. And then considering what he's people. going through and stuff, he has such a positive vibe considering, you know, all Absolutely. things considered. So, so uh, we're going to jump right out. Thank that, you, everybody, for watching and listening. Was that COVID? You're... <laughs> No, we're gonna we're gonna jump out. That was a long one, so we're gonna jump out. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. Thank you, I'm everybody. At, I'm at Jujitsu Dummies and Uncle Milty BJJ uh-huh. on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Did I use the ads? I didn't use yeah, the ads. It doesn't matter. Okay, do what you want. <laughs> check out. Look, check out at Jujitsu Dummies on Instagram for all the ways to watch, listen, and support. Thank you for coming out, Thank Miguel. You very much. Oh yeah, JJD underscore DJJ sixty nine. That's where you can find me. Oh. Bo, you want to give me your IG at B A D W E R K S. That works. All right. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to everybody for watching and listening. Thank you Can't to the Gracies. Right, this is kind of awesome. That was a cool one. Yeah. Who do you, he, he who do you want to thank? Yeah. Thank you, Gracies. Right. Yeah, <laughs> all the Gracies. All well, them. thank you for watching and listening, everybody. See you next week. Peace all right, Peace. 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 Yeah. <laughs>